Nation. Recorded live. Welcome to South Jackson Stadium on the campus of Forest Hill High School for tonight's matchup between the Provine Rams and the Forest Hill Patriots as the Rams travel 10 minutes south here to face the Forest Hill Patriots in an exciting 6A versus 5A matchup. I'm Charles Bishop here with SWAC legend and former NFL standout coach Eddie Payton. Coach, welcome to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Well, I'm excited about being here. This is a great opener for both teams, and the fans are everywhere. The excitement, you can feel it, and I'm working with a true pro on the radio. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to get into some of the game day storylines here as we're waiting now for the national anthem, and we'll take a quick pause here for the national anthem, and we'll come back with some game day notes and storylines. And there you have the National Anthem. Welcome back here to South Jackson Stadium here. Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton. Of course, rain has been coming through the Jackson area all day today. It looks like, Coach, we might have a sloppy track tonight. Well, it's rained quite heavily all day. But, you know, they say it don't rain in it, it rain on it. And football and both teams are going to play on the same field. And I guarantee you the best team's going to win. Definitely that. Well, last year we take a look at it. Provine came away with an overtime victory over Forest Hill, 22-21, uh, two-point conversion in overtime. Forest Hill looking for a little bit of revenge this year, Coach. Well, you got to think that they, they got to score the soul from last year. Uh, they were beating in overtime on the game they led most of the entire game. Uh, they got them at home. They got them where they want them. We'll see what happens. 
Exactly. As we take a look now, uh, we take a look at the coaches. Both are in their third year. Coach Mario Lane uh, here with the home stand in Forest Hill Patriots and Otis Ridley, who's in his third year with the Provine Rams. Talk a little bit with Coach Ridley about his Provine Ram team, and he is really excited about really establishing, reestablishing the tradition that Provine Rams, that the Provine Rams have had here in the Jackson area. Well, you look at the, the task that's in front of Coach Ridley. He's replacing Willie Collins, who won 167 games in a couple of state championships, who replaced Stanley Blackman, who won 72 games, and he's a legend at Provine. So, you know, he has a big job in front of him, but I've been to practice and I watched the way he organizes and the excitement the kids have. Mm-hmm. Given enough time, he may get to that 167. Seven wins. Definitely that. Uh, he is definitely a disciple of Coach uh, Willie uh, Willie Collins. Of course, Willie Collins played for two state champions. Provine has always been a traditional uh, uh, powerhouse team here in the Jackson area. We turn and look at Forest Hill. Coach Mario Lane is a, attempting to establish something over here at Forest Hill, and he has some players that he's really excited about, namely quarterback Fred Hunter last year. He threw for 1,600 yards and also ran for 1,000 yards last year. Coach? Well, he completed 105 out of 180 tosses, and in high school, that's phenomenal. Right, I mean, exactly. usually it's a grip and rip, grind and ran, and three yards in a cloud of dust. But this kid has the potential to be the type of quarterback that brings scouts in the forest field and bunches to watch him develop. Definitely that. In addition to uh, Fred Hunter, he also has uh, two receivers in Cortland Hubbard, and Diamante Griffin, Cortland Hubbard, last year he caught 55 balls for 813 yards as Provine enters the field. And and Diamante Griffin, he caught 38 receptions for 575 yards, two big play targets on the outside. Well, I tell you, Hunter Hudson, it's Cortland Hudson, isn't it? He is probably one of the premier receivers in the Jackson area. He catch 55 passes last year, as young as they were on the offensive line, and the pressure they had to endure is outstanding. If he continues to put together another year the way he did last year, mm-hmm. I think that this side will be full with scouts looking forward to trying to recruit him as a possible prospect in their program. Definitely that. As far as Hill gets ready to uh, come out of the locker room here, we talk. We continue to talk about Forest Hill defensively. They return. Uh, their defensive MVP from last year, Malik Corris, a guy who had 93 tackles and a couple of interceptions to boot. Well, he and the other young man on that defensive side, uh, Jaden Collins, mm-hmm. they're a two-man wrecking crew. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, if you can stay out of their way without the ball, you may not get hurt. <laughs> right, but exactly. if you're in the area and carrying the ball, they're going to let you know that this is the wrong area to Definitely be. that. Uh, I'm excited about watching them play. I've read about them. Uh, they have good size, good lateral movement. Mm-hmm. I understand they're both great students. Very much so. And when you're talking about Provine and Forest Hill, this is a 6A, a Forest Hill versus 5A matchup. But both teams play in very brutal districts. So we're we're talking about some of the state's best that play in their district. But both both coaches are really excited about the team. I tell you, at, at this point, it doesn't matter if you're 6A or 5A. Right. This is a rivalry. It's been a rivalry from since I did student teaching here at Forest Hill. So, they look forward to this game as much as they would a state championship, and I think each team going to leave it all on the field. Very much so. You talk about Forest Hill, they play in a district with Brandon, Clinton, South Panola. Uh, I mean, they, they uh, Coach Lane talked about his district, you could call it the SEC West. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime you got Clinton in your district and, and South Panola, then you know that you're in high cotton. 
Uh, and Provine to be a 5A school, they're dressing like 65 guys and yeah, two of yeah. their best players are on the sideline on crutches. So it really doesn't matter 6A, 5A. It matters about the best 11 players on each side of the line. And that's what people have to understand about the Mississippi football. There's talent throughout the state. Uh, you talk about Provine uh, playing in a, a difficult district. They play uh, with West Point, Hattiesburg, Wayne County, Laurel. Uh, Coach really talked about three out, uh, three out of the past four state champions have come out of his district. Well, you, 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 all the teams that you mentioned have won state championships out of that district, and the one of 167 games in that district. Uh, the previous coaches, yeah. it's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, and they know what their task is in front of them. Going forward, they're going to have to show up every week every Friday night when the lights go on and put it down in front of the best team in the state that reside in their district. Definitely that. As we continue to talk about Provine, uh, we're talking about a team that was 6-6 six and six last year, 3-4 and four in district play. But one of the hallmarks of Provine football is they run the football, run the football, and Coach really is excited about what he calls his two-headed monster, J.J. Harmon and Quindarius Washington for the Rams. A couple of great running backs that run behind a, a great offensive line. Uh, again, I'm anxious to see them work, but if you've seen Provine over the year, you know what they're going to do. Yes, they're going to line up in a, a power eye formation, say, here we come, here we go, and see what you made out of try to wear you down during the game. But the new wrinkle that he's added this year, he's going to a, a spread because he has a young man, a quarterback, uh, Patrick Johnson, Yes, it has the size and the ability to spread it out, and I think we're going to see a lot of him tonight, too. Yeah, Coach really is really high on Patrick Johnson, a gentleman who has a 3.8 GPA, a real heady quarterback. And, again, as you mentioned, he has the size, and Coach really really thinks that he has something special in the young quarterback in Patrick Johnson. Well, when you hear Coach Ridley talk about and rave about Patrick Johnson, you tend to forget that he's a sophomore. Exactly. And uh, if he's talking about him, that type of zest as a sophomore, he's going to be special. Yes, indeed. As the Provine Rams, they enter the field, and again, a soggy conditions. And Forest Hill Patriots, they enter the state, uh, enter the, enter the field now as we get ready for exciting Jackson Public Schools action. Uh, we're kicking off the 2016 season here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. We're kicking it off here in Jackson, Mississippi, as we uh, start the season. Uh, this year here in Jackson, uh, Jackson Public Schools are uh, the new uh, addition to the open, open Mic Broadcast Network. Really looking forward to some great games this upcoming season right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Well, we're glad to have you here in Jackson. We know what you've done in Texas and around the country, and to have an opportunity to broadcast our game out to our listening fans, especially with you on the mic. I'm excited about it. I mean, let's tell you, I, I feel like, Passing the hat and taking up a donation. <laughs> I tell you what, we are really excited, getting ready to get this 2016 season underway. The Patriot Band, they're loud. The Ram Band, they're loud. And deep to return for the Provine Rams is number seven, Brian Collins. As far as Provine won the, uh, I'm sorry, Forest Hill won the toss and they elected to kick off. Uh, that's always amazing to me that I win a toss, I'm going to give you the ball. Ah, give me the ball first. <laughs> they say you want the ball first, Coach. <laughs> Spoken like a true offensive catalyst. <laughs> he wants the ball first. 
as the Rams get ready here. Kicking off for the Forest Hill Patriots will be Malik Kors. Just getting underway here at South Jackson Stadium here on the campus of Forest Hill High as we get ready to kick off this 2016 season. Excitement in the air. Packed house over there on Provine side. Packed house over here for Forest Hill. This is what it's all about, Coach. I tell you, it, this is what football is all about. High school football on a Friday night and two rivals. It doesn't get any better than this. There's a squib kick. It'll be picked up by the up man. Looks like number 23, he'll head around the left corner. He'll get across to about the 36-yard line. That was picked up that time by Javor Selman for the Provine Rams. Well, he made a great return out of a squib kick. Right, exactly. I don't exactly. know if it was an attention to the squib or not, <laughs> but it served the purpose. They got the ball on the 35-yard line after about a 15-yard return. And that's something we'll have to watch with the field conditions tonight. I'm not sure if he meant to squib it. <laughs> As Provine opens up here on offense, it will be they will operate a two-quarterback system. Starting off tonight, will be Patrick Johnson for the Provine Rams. He's flanked by running backs to the left and right. Snapped over his head. Austin goes back in, smartly covers it up. That'll be a loss of about 12 yards for the Provine Rams to open up this uh, offensive drive. Well, obviously, pregame jitters. When, you, when you're back five and a half yards behind the quarterback with a wet football, yeah. that probably won't be the last time we see that occur. Yeah, those are things that we're going to have to watch tonight. First game, uh, sloppy conditions, uh, turnovers could be a storyline tonight. Well, in these type of conditions, turnovers will be Definitely a storyline. It'll be second and some distance. It'll be a quarter keeper as Johnson keeps right up the middle of the field. Great play that time by Forest Hill to shut that down. It looks like it'll be a pickup of about three or four yards. There is a flag on the play. It looks like it was a little extracurricular at the end of that play. We'll see what the call is. Well, this is a rivalry game and getting a little chippy a little early. Yes, indeed. One thing about the officials that represent this Mississippi, they control a football game. If you ever want to see a well-officiated, well-controlled game, just go to any Mississippi high school game on a Friday night. Definitely that. I mean, they're not going to stand for any garbage. They're going to make sure that it's played by the rules by both teams. Definitely. As it'll be second down for the Rams. That was a personal foul against Provine. As it was, uh, it'll be second and looks like Yazoo City for the Rams. Third down. We'll call it third down. It's Patrick Austin. Gives off to the up back. He'll squirt around left end. He'll almost break that. That was a great play that time by Janoris Harmon as he found room around the left end, but it brings up fourth down for the Rams. Well, it looked like he was just getting ready to go to another gear when he hit a wet spot. It was a great game of about 12 yards, but if not wet, we'd still be watching him run. Yes, indeed. Brings up a fourth down for Provine as looks like number 13, Amari Taylor, will drop deep to punt it for the Rams. Back deep for the Forest Hill Patriots is Diamante Griffin. Diamante Griffin is somebody Coach Lane says could be uh, one of the most exciting players in 6A. He's a guy who could take it to the house. He's a kid that does everything. He returns kick, catches passes, and, and runs out of the backfield. End over end kick. It'll drop at about Forest Hill's 45, and it'll be down at about the 43-yard line as Diamante Griffin 
decided to be cautious with that one. They didn't want to run up and take a chance on that one. As Forest Hill, they will open up on offense here on their own 43. Uh, great defense to stop the time of Forest Hill to start this opening series. It's a great defensive series for Forest Hill, uh, aided by several mistakes by Provine. Mm-hmm. But that was a great decision on the, by the return man, and I have a affection for return man. Of course you do. <laughs> the, the ball was wet. It was poorly kicked. Why try to run up and feel it? Let right. it hit the ground. We'll take it on their side of the field and see what happens. And let's see what Fred Hunter can do. Of course, Fred Hunter is a guy who threw for 1,600 yards and rushed for 1,000 yards last year. He drops back, screen, nobody there. And it looks like a mix-up on that play. That time is uh, they were trying to set up a screen and nobody was home. Well, it was a great call. The screen was set up very good on the right side. Unfortunately, the running back ran to the left side, and he was basically alone. But now, the execution of the play was absolutely marvelous. And it'll bring up a second and ten here for the Patriots. Two wide receivers split out wide, two to the near side. Handoff, read option goes to the number 23 for the Patriots, and that will be Donnell Kennard. Kennard will pick up about... Maybe one yard brings up a third down for the Patriots. Patriots move at tempo. Trips right. Uh, and it looks uh, like they might have drawn the Rams offside. That's flag fly. Well, now we've got third and two. So we we got a different play coming in from the sideline. But it, it was a great call. Uh, their lineman stayed stationary. Pro Rams excited. Jumped. Cost them five yards and shortens them third. So from third and eight to third and two. So the call goes against the Rams or offside as Fred Hunter was able to draw the Rams offside. Third and two. Here's the snap. Read option look. Hunter goes up the middle. It'll be close as the Rams gang tackle him right there at the first down marker. We'll see if it is indeed a first down. Left foot spot brings us a, looks like a first down. Well, whenever they stop the, stop the clock, it's a first down. But it looked like they're stopping it for a measurement, and you're correct. He did get a left foot spot, and it was a good spot. Yes, indeed, as we'll have a stoppage in play as the officials will want to take a look at that. It looks like Fred Hunter was able to pick up a first down for the Patriots. Uh, nice little read option play that time as Hunter, of course, Dual-threat quarterback. He can hurt you with his arm and his leg. You know, the one thing that uh, you learn by experience as a running back, when it's third and short, when you hit in the line of scrimmage and you get beyond, you get your shoulders down so you can fall forward. Hmm. If you stand straight up, you get you have a, a mark on fourth and one if he didn't make it. So he'll learn that as he progresses as a running back. But it was a great play. Mm-hmm. It definitely that. And it looks like he will be a little bit short, and it brings, well, the official said it was short, but it looks like it is a first down. First down for the Patriots as Fred Hunter is able to pick it up for the Patriots. to con- conflicted signals. It's the first game. It's the first game, exactly. It is the first game as Forest Hill is able to pick up a first down here on their opening series. Two wide receivers split out right, one left, one back with with a hunter in the backfield. Here's the snap. Read option look, 
and he'll give it off to number 23 that time, Donnell Kennard. Kennard picks up nice yardage on first down for the Patriots. Well, you know, we're trying to figure out if they're reading the tackle or reading the end mm-hmm. or if it's a call play. I guess as the game goes on, we'll be able to figure out what they're doing. But what they're doing now is getting five yards of play, and if you can continue to do that, you control the ball, you control the clock, and you control the game. Nice pickup on first down for the Patriots, 839 here as we're just underway here at South Jackson Stadium here on the campus of Forest Hill High School. Hunter, snap, read option, look, he'll keep it. He'll go around right in. He looks like he'll pick up another first down. Nice play that time by the Patriots. It was a great read. Uh, the defensive end went to the running back. Left was a lane, and Hunter jumped in and got his first and ten. First and ten, they moved the chain. Fred Hunter on this opening, opening drive. Uh, he's really showing why Coach Lane says he has that it factor for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. I say program is probably they started the game off in a four-man front. They brought the linebacker up to create a five-man front. I think they're going to stay with that and see what happens. Here's a snap. Handoff goes to Kennard, and great, great play that time by that time by the Rams stopping that read option look. Well, every now and then you have to change what you're doing on defense to give the offense something to think about, and going from a four-man front to a five-man front creates just enough hesitation before they figure out what you're doing mm-hmm. to get you the penetration and make the stop for no gain. Nice stop that time by Number 50 for the Rams. That time that was Martinez-Williams and others in on the tackle. Patriots here on a second and 10. Moving the ball across midfield. They're operating from 35. Hunter, he'll throw. That'll be the first pass of the night. Completion. Finds a guy underneath. We'll see. We'll get the number on that. Looks like that was number one for the Patriots. That was Cortland Hubbard. It was a nice throw. It was a turn-in pattern at about five yards. Went down, found the south spot, turned around, quarterback recognized him and got him the ball. Nice play that time by Fred Hunter to Corlin Hubbard. Hubbard and Diamante Griffin split out right. Jayshon Moncure down left, and that one goes right up the middle for a minimal game for the Patriots. It brings up a fourth down. Well, that was here we go back to a wet ball and a high snap. Mm. I mean, it threw off the timing of the play, and it, it lost two yards. Loss of two yards that time by the Patriots. They will go for it here. The ball is located on the 32-yard line for the Patriots, fourth and about seven. They'll look to the sideline and get the call from the offensive coordinator. He'll bark the signals, and there's a stoppage of play here. We'll see what the flag was about. Did they get it off in time? It appeared that the clock ran out. It's going to cost them five, move them back, and still fourth down. Instead of fourth and and seven, it's fourth and 12. Well, it brings up the question, do do you go for it now, or do you try to pin the Rams deep into their own territory? Well, False start. We stand corrected. It was a false start. False start that time by the Patriots, and they'll call a timeout. There's a stoppage of play here. Stoppage of play as the Patriots intelligentsia will think about what they want to do here. Coach, what do you think they should do here? Um, You get a penalty, it backs you up a little bit. Do you pin the Rams deep, or do you try to keep this drive going? Well, first thing we got to do is get some of these people out of this press box. (laughs) What's going on? 
We have a full house of the press box tonight. I want to see their contract. I want to know what they're making because they're good at their job. <laughs> yes, indeed. Stoppage and play here. And with this stoppage and play here, uh, we talked about the weather conditions and we've seen how it played out here in the early uh, first period here. Uh, a couple of uh, bad snaps, a couple of uh, slips and whatnot. It's going to be a tough night uh, as far as field conditions. Again, uh, both teams are playing under the same condition. It's going to be the team that makes the fewer mistakes or recovers from the mistakes that they're going to make. And it looks like out of that timeout, looks like the Patriots are going to go for it. It is fourth and 13. Hunter drops back, three-step drop, looks left, throws down the middle, has a guy, touchdown for his heel. Nice throw and catch from <laughs> from Hunter to number three, Diamante Griffin. Fred Hunter found Diamante Griffin on a 32-yard pass and catch for the Patriots, and they're on the board first here. I tell you, you couldn't draw it up any better than that. Hunter delivered the ball perfectly on a fourth down when everybody knew you were going to pass. He threw a perfect strike for 38-yard touchdown. Forrest Hill is on the board first. And Fred Hunter showing you that it that Coach Mario Lane says he has. He thinks he has a very good ball player in Fred Hunter. He showed off a nice arm on that uh, pass and catch that time. I mean, it was a 38-yard touchdown pass, but he threw it from about the 45 on the line with defenses draped draped over the receiver. He dropped it in the bucket. And Daniel Sims for the point after touchdown. It is good. And the Forest Hill Patriots have jumped out on top. Seven to nothing here with 6.08 here in the first period. Nice way to start the season for the Patriots on their opening drive. Well, that was a great drive, and the coach decided, look, this is what we're going to do. We're at home. We, we think we're better or as good. Let's go for it. Our defense can hold them. They did. They executed. They scored. Oh, that time, receiver got behind the safety. What do you think Coach really tells his troops now that you know, here in the first period, Get on the board first. Uh, what is it what the Provine Rams need to do right now to kind of blunt the momentum? Well, I think he first he's telling them that it's early in the ball game. They'll discuss what mistakes were made and try to make sure they're not made before. Then he'll pull them off to the side, get in his face, and say a few things that you could report, <laughs> repeat on national TV. <laughs> a nice pass and catch from Fred Hunter to Diamante Griffin. Of course, last year Hunter threw for 1,600 yards. 18 touchdowns, rushed for another 1,016 yards. Diamante Griffin, 38 receptions, 575 yards, and he starts off the 2016 campaign with another touchdown. Well, he, Coach raised about both of those kids and several kids on defense, and to this point, he has not been wrong. Yes, indeed. As Malik Course gets ready to kick off here for the Forest Hill Patriots, 6 8 here in the first period, 7 nothing Forest Hill on top of Provine in this 6A versus 5A matchup. There's another squibber. Ball is loose, but Provine recovers the ball. Looks like that was number 38 for the Rams on the recovery, Akeem Chapman. Check that. That was number 36. Joshua Morgan recovering the squib kick. It looks like Forest Hill does not want to kick it deep to provide uh, risking 
uh, a big big player. I, I, I don't know who Provine has deep, but that's the second kick. We thought the first one may have been an accident, but that one was on purpose. Oh, yes, indeed. And uh, they'd rather start at let them start at the forty-five yard line and score. Patrick Johnson here gives to number two Janoris Harmon. Harmon is stacked up. Nice play that time by the Patriots on defense. Well, they tried to take it off tackle uh, with a cross buck action in the backfield, and it didn't fool Forest Hill at all. They were they were steadfast and, and standing directly in the hole and had no gain. Uh, Javius Brown on the tackle that time for the Patriots as the Rams try to go up-tempo and make a few substitutions here. They work out of a power package as what Coach Ridley calls his Pharaoh formation. Austin drops back, rolls right, throws. And it's almost picked off that time. Great defense. They were on top of that play by Forest Hill. Uh, they seem to be well scouted. Uh, they seem to know what Provine is doing before Provine uh, completed it. And the defensive back was in the right area, made the right decision, and made the right play. Great field work that time by the Patriots as we brings up a third and ten here for Provine. As Patrick Austin will drop back, he is five five yards behind center. Here's the snap. He drops that three-step drop. It looks like a middle screen. He finds a man. He breaks it. It gets across the 50 to about the 39-yard line. First down, Provine. Yeah, they, they caught him in a, in a in a blitz, bit of a blitz off the left side through the wingback screen, uh, as we call a jailbreak screen on the left side. The blocking was great, and he pressed in 10. Provine. Daniel Wilson with a nice catch and run for the Provine Rams. Brings up a first down. 5-0-3 left here in the first period. Forest Hill up 7 nothing. Austin, he will keep it. Goes right up the middle. He's met that time by an angry Javius Brown on the tackle. Nice play that time by Brown. I tell you, Brown beat number 78 uh, across from the Provine and recovered. He was initially blocked. Mm-hmm. He recovered, got back in the hole, and made a stop that probably will be on highlight films this weekend. I tell you about Brown is a load over there at uh, defensive defensive end. Second and eleven is Provine lost. Here's the handoff. It'll go to number two, Janoris Harmon, right over the middle. He picks up a nice gain. It brings up about a third and three, third and fourth here for the Rams as he picked up about seven on the on the run. This hunter kid seems to be shifty, quick. And he has great vision. I mean, he made two people miss him at the line of scrimmage before he gained seven yards. Janoris Harmon, the deep back, right behind Patrick Austin. Power formation for the Rams. They'll run around right in. He'll slip and pick up maybe one or two. It brings up a fourth down here for the Rams. Well, that that would be student by the right with the quarterback running. Uh, Forest Hill made a great defensive recovery and held him a two-yard game. And it looks like Coach Ridley's two-quarterback system goes into play here as Joshua Liddell comes in at quarterback here for the Rams. Power formation, two tight end right here. And slip, but he'll go right up the middle, and it looks like he will have enough for the first down for Provine. Nice play that time by Liddell. It was a great effort by Liddell. He was stopped initially a yard, yard and a half short, short, but second effort may have gotten him the first down, and it looks like he did. 
Provine started this drive on about their own 45, and they've moved now to what looks like the 28-yard line of Forest Hill, 3-12 here in the first period. Forest Hill up 7-0 here. Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton. Liddell, snap, handoff to Harmon. Harmon looks for a little room around left end, and he'll be stacked up. He might pick up one. Nice defense again by the Forest Hill Patriots. Great defense. I mean, they came to play, and when they're at the point of attack, they're attacking. Yes, indeed. Uh, Javius Brown, again, leaves the patch on the tackle for a minimal game here for Provine. It looked like it might even – did he get back to the line of scrimmage? We'll give him one. As Liddell, gain one. Yeah, gain of one. This <laughs> is unusual to watch Provine come up in the spread offense. And and not line up in that eye formation. Right. Here we come. And there's the ball that gets past Liddell again. That one is fumbled, snap, and Liddell wisely covers it on about the 37-yard line, brings up third and some distance for the Rams. Again, field conditions come into play. Absolutely. It looked like a pretty good snap. It, it went through his hands and through his legs, but you're going to get that. In these type of conditions, you're going to get that, and you're going to have to make the adjustment, or you're going to have a long night. Yes, indeed. Third and about 15 here for the Rams as – Liddell stays in at quarterback, relieving Patrick Austin. He'll get the snap. He'll run around right in, looks downfield, has a man. It's slow. It looks it was almost picked off that time by number seven. Richard Jefferson for the Forest Hill Patriots brings up a fourth down. Well, they were ready for that. Uh, they had two people in the backfield, quarterback and, and the fullback. They rolled out to the right. They flooded the right zone. They tried to get it in. They had one defensive back to cover the short guy and the long guy and made a great play. Fourth and some distance. Fourth and about 20 is Patrick Austin. He comes back in at quarterback for the Rams. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. One back in the backfield as the Rams are going to go for it here on the Forest Hill 38-yard line. Austin drops back, looks right, throws back across the middle, has a man. And a first down, nice throw and catch for Provine. I tell you, that was a big lead delivery, a big lead catch, and a major lead tackle. Brian Collins on the post pattern finds some room in the Forest Hill zone, first down Provine. It was a great gutsy call and a great throw, and for the young man to catch that going over the middle, knowing what was going to happen, shows you a lot about him as a receiver. Rams go up tempo here. Two black, two backs flank the quarterback. Handoff goes to number two, Janoris Harmon. Harmon tries to find a little something up the middle. There's nothing there. That was a good defensive stand. They got penetration from the defensive line. There was nowhere for him to go. Second and ten. Second and no gain as the Rams again go up tempo. Quindarius Washington and number 32, Jason Finch. They flank the quarterback, Patrick Austin, with Janoris Harmon in the backfield. And it looks like we have a timeout on the field here for Forest Hill as it brings up a second and 10, 101 left here in the first period. Forest Hill up 7 nothing. Provine has a little momentum going here on this drive. Nice uh, throwing catch that time by uh, Austin to uh, Brian Collins. I tell you, Austin has, can make all the throws. And that was a big league throw on a post pattern that he threw for the first and 10. But it's first, second and 11 
from the 11. So it's kind of do or die. Mm-hmm. And Forest Hill Club made a great time out to make sure that they had the right people in the right place in the red zone. Yeah, we saw Provine's two-quarterback system as uh, – Jeremiah Liddell, Joshua Liddell, I should say, came in for a few plays here. But we go back here to Patrick Austin, Patrick Patrick Johnson, I should say. Patrick Johnson, of course, Coach Ridley talked about him, a first-time starter for the Rams, a kid with a 3.8 GPA, Coach. He's a six foot three sophomore that's smart enough to be a starting quarterback <laughs> on a high school football team. That says a lot. Yes, indeed. One on one left here in the first period. Forest Hill up seven nothing. Rams go on the attack. Johnson up the middle, finds a little room, and he'll get inside the ten to about the five. Looks like it'll be about the five yard line. Nice run that time by Patrick Johnson. Well, you you look at a third and basically go. But they can get a first down without scoring, but they'd have to be on the half-yard line. Yes, indeed. Rams go up tempo again. Farrell formation. It'll be Johnson again around right in. Nice play that time by number 36 for Forest Hill. Nice tackle by Dallas Smith. Smith blitz, got penetration, and was able to get to the quarterback before he could get to the line of scrimmage. They may have gained a half a yard on that, but they're looking at a fourth and goal. Brings up another fourth down here for the Rams as Patrick Johnson is flanked by Jason Finch and Quindarius Washington with Janoris Harmon in the backfield. He will try to get some room there. Looks like Forest Hill might have kept him from getting to the first down. Ball is spotted on about the two-yard line, and it looks like the ball will turn over on downs. Oh, that's the end of the period. That was a great first quarter for both teams. I mean, the throw that Forrest Hill made for the score was on fourth down, and they just turned Provine around inside their red zone. So, you know, you look at it, the positive on both sides, and I'm looking forward to the second quarter on the other end that appears to be a little drier. The great first quarter of action as we had Fred Hunter finding uh, Diamante Griffin for a big score for the Forest Hill. Uh, Patriots, they're up 7 nothing as we move to the second quarter. Provine was moving the ball here, and we'll we'll wait and see if the ball turned over on downs or not. Uh, looks like uh, Forest Hill's defense uh, had a great stop down here uh, toward the goal line. Well, they did. Provine tried to run the same play three times with the quarterback carrying off tackle. I don't know if they saw something in the films that would lead them to think that we can get in the red zone and run off tackle with the quarterback, but uh, there was nothing there. They gained three yards, two yards, and one yard. On um, fourth down, they didn't gain anything. So whatever they saw, they're going to have to make some adjustments. Forest Hill with a big stop, uh, blunting Provine's nice drive as they picked up a big play on a fourth down. But it looks like Forest Hill will now take over on downs inside the five on about the two-yard line. It'll be interesting to see what Fred Hunter can do down here. Well, I tell you, I don't think he's going to be that conservative based on fourth and, and 18 exactly. where he's <laughs> The dangerous Diamante Griffin, he's flanked out right. Jashon Montour is in the slot. Colton Hubbard is flanked out left here for the Patriots. 
as they will operate from their two-yard line. We're just starting the second quarter here at South Jackson Stadium. Charles Bishop and Coach Eddie Payton here. Forest Hill is up 7 nothing here as we get ready for action as they will blow the ball in play here. Yeah, this is basically what we expected from these two teams being rivals. Exactly. It, it, it's what high school football is all about. Hunter handoff goes, looks like, to number 28, Christopher Hutton. He'll pick up five on that play. Nice opening play to get them off of their own goal line there, folks. I tell you, the, the Forest Hills offensive line is appeared appears to be controlling the line of scrimmage. They can you have time to throw, and they can run when they get ready. So if this continues, it could be a long night for program. Yes, indeed. Read option. Look, there's a big gain across the middle. Nice run that time as Forest Hill found some room right up the gut of the Ram defense. They ran a cross buck inside and uh, got Pro Ryan leaning the wrong way. Didn't take much of a hole. He hit it at full tilt, and for a minute we thought he was going to go to distance. And the Patriots come out of the shadow of their own goalposts. A nice run that time by Christopher Hutton. Picks up a big first down for Forest Hill. Yeah, Hutton's pretty impressive. Yes, indeed. He gives them a nice little one-two punch in the backfield for the Patriots. Read option. Look, Hunter keeps it. Finds a little bit of room up the middle. He'll pick up about four, maybe five for the Patriots. Nice first down play that time for the pass. I tell you, the, the program defense was so aware of the running back, they ran by the quarterback, tackle running back for a five-yard loss, but he didn't have the ball. Yes, indeed. Fred Hunter again showing why he is has that, that quote-unquote it factor. He is dangerous with his arm and his legs as – he looks to the sideline to get the play. Bunch formation to the near side. Hutton in the backfield with Hunter. Mm-mm. There's a deep throw. Looking that time for number one, Colton Hubbard. Pass incomplete. And it looks like there's a flag on the play. It looks like that was a, a legal, legal motion. Yeah, number 28 got a little hit of the snap and lean forward. And without going in motion, you can't lean forward before the ball is snapped, so they're going to get him for illegal procedure. So we have a third down. Looks like it'll be third and seven for the Pats here on their own 33-yard line. Seven-nothing here. Forest Hill on top of Provine here in the second quarter. 10-19 left. Now it looks like a little bit of confusion as they switch sides now. They're going to go back with that same Trip formation to the right, and timeout as Forest Hill, uh, they saw a little bit of confusion there, and they want to get this one right. Do you think so? <laughs> Coach, Coach saw guys moving all over the place. I was like, hold on, let's, let's, let's call timeout here. You know, it appeared they lined up on the wrong side, went to the right side, and he wanted them back on the wrong side. I don't know if the players were confused, but that certainly was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Forest Hill has been doing a great job on this drive, running the football. Uh, looks like uh, they kind of opened things up there in a passing formation, but they've been gutting the Provine defense here on this drive. I tell you, when, when he threw the 38-yard touchdown pass on fourth down, it put the Provine defensive line in pass rush mode. Mm. And what they've been able to do, they've been able to capitalize by running right at them because they're not getting any penetration. Yes, indeed. And the only time they've gotten penetration is when it's been an obvious third and short. Yes, indeed. One and two yards, they got in a good pass rush, a good defensive formation, and got across the line of scrimmage. And 
that, you take your hat off to what Forest Hill is able to do to him early by throwing. Uh, definitely a bunch of nice formations here for the Patriots. As we come back to action here, it'll be trips right. Corlin Hubbard lined out left. They send number three, Diamante Griffin, in motion. Here's the snap. He'll throw it. He'll, oh, he had Hubbard that time. Looks like on a little screen. Paul went right through his hands. Well, what they, what they ran was a pick. The receiver on the inside picked the defensive back that was Kevin Hubbard, and he was open. It was just a poor pass. Yes, indeed. And looks like the Patriots will get in punting formation. It'll be number 38 for the Pats, Daniel Sims, back to punt. Let me rephrase that. A pick is illegal. So it wasn't a pick. He got in his way by accident and freed the wide receiver coming underneath. Definitely that. And that one looks like it was that's a 60-degree wedge. And that will go out of bounds that time uh, at about the 46 of Provine. They'll take over. Uh, tough punt, tough conditions here for Forest Hill. Well, I tell you, again, you, you, you're kicking a wedge football and you have to watch your your steps. It's not unusual to see kickers kind of basically shank that 60-degree Yeah, degree yeah, exactly, exactly. I've never shanked the 60-degree wedge. Of course That's not. what I've heard. <laughs> of course not. As Provine will take over here at their own 46, they're down 7 nothing to Forest Hill on a big throwing catch from Fred Hunter to Diamante Griffin. I, I tell you, before long, I look for program to go back into what they've made their money on for years and years, that power-eye formation, and see what will happen. Josh Liddell back in at quarterback for the Rams, and he'll take it right up the middle for minimal as a host of Patriots are there to bring him down. Maybe a pickup of two, maybe three for the Rams there on first down. I tell you, the quarterback looks to be a pretty good ball carrier, but there's just not any room in between the tackles where he's trying to run. Uh, somewhere down the line, program's going to have to do something to open up uh, up the middle. Yes, so he's Giving some space. So yeah. At this point, he has none. Patrick Johnson comes back in at quarterback. He will. Looks like he loses the football on an option play, but the Rams are able to get it back. They will lose maybe. 10 yards on that as it goes back to the 40-yard line. That time they tried a little little option play and nothing was there. I tell you, he, he made the pitch. It was well covered by the defensive corner who forced the play, and he came up fast enough for the running back to take his eye off the ball for one split second, and it ended up on the ground. They were really lucky to recover that. They had two shots at it, and they were able to get it on the second shot. Third and long here for the Rams on their own 39. As it is Patrick Johnson back in at quarterback. Two receivers split left, two right. Johnson drops the ball. He'll pick it up, and he will be brought down that time by number 21, Rico Johnson. Johnny on the spot. I tell you, again, wet ball, hits hands, lands on the ground, picks up. They're defensive. They made a great play. Nice defensive stand that time, uh, aided by a couple of miscues by uh, Provine, but it brings up a fourth and long here. The ball will be spotted at the 40-yard line as the Rams, we're waiting to see what they're going to do. Dare they go for it? Uh, Well, again, Coach will make that decision, but there have been five balls dropped over snap this this half. Mm -hmm. 
four of them have been by program. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. again, they're not handling the conditions as well as far as steel is at this point. And from a coaching standpoint, and I don't claim to be that great a coach, but it appears that the game plan program came into here with Forest Steel is prepared for it. So you're stuck with having to do the same thing until halftime when you can make some adjustments. Time out here on the field, 7.44 left here, second quarter. Forest Hill Patriots up 7 nothing over Provine. Uh, Provine with a timeout here. Uh, you, you alluded to it. Great field work thus far by, by, by Forest Hill. They've done a great job. They are well prepared, and they're executing on both sides of the ball. At this point, Forest Hill appears to be the better team. But, again, we got two and a half quarters to play, and we'll see what happens. Well, we, we talked about last year it was a barn burner as Provine was able to win in overtime on a two-point conversion. I tell you what, this tonight's game is kind of shaping up in that same fashion. Well, it, it's two teams with something to prove, whether it's for this year or last year. Uh, the concern I would have from just the spectator point of view, Provine has numbers on that side. Mm-hmm. And you worry about the fourth quarter, will those numbers begin to show off in productivity? And I tell you what, uh, Coach Ridley, he speaks glowingly about his offensive line. It'll be interesting to see if his big offensive line can kind of wear down the Forest Hill Patriot defense. As it looks like Provine here coming out of timeout, they will punt. It will be number 12, Jay Sean Brown, back deep to punt. Instead, that's number 13. And Martello, he goes around right in on a fake. Nothing there. On a fourth down, I think he thought he saw something, but Patriots were smart enough to catch him on the outside over there. Great play. Well, I tell you, it, it was fourth and about 17. You had midfield, uh, no blocking. It was yeah. a naked run, and he gained four yards. Yeah, tough play that time by Amari Taylor, as he thought he had something on that. Ball will be spotted on the 43 for the Patriots. Patriots up 7 nothing, 7.35 here, second quarter here from South Jackson Stadium. And Forest Hill with a little momentum here with a great defensive stop. Well, Coach Ridley must have a, an absolute unbelievable belief in his defense. Yes, indeed. Go for it on your side of the field on the far and you're only down 7 nothing. <laughs> Different quarterback in for the Patriots is in his Tavis Smith in the game, and he hands off to – Number 28, Christopher Hutton, and the Rams were there on that one. Pick well, up a four. Hutton got a good four initially and then decided to run sideways. <laughs> Ran into Provine's defensive tackle, and he gained four yards. Diamante Russell in on the tackle for the Rams. As the Patriots go with a different quarterback, swing pass out left, nothing there. It brings up third down. Number four, Tavis Smith in the game for the Forest Hill Patriots. Well, it looked like a two-man screen. Uh, the wide receiver on the outside drops back. Inside receiver blocks his man, and the quarterback try to get it to him as fast as he can to put him in a one-on-one situation. My athlete's better than your athlete. Yes, indeed. As Fred Hunter is out on this series, getting a breather, we'll see if Fred Hunter comes back in the game. Tavis Smith in a quarterback. Handoff goes to Christopher Hutton. Hutton finds a little bit of room there, brings up a fourth down, about a five-yard Maybe a four, three, four, five-yard pickup. Brings up fourth down, fourth and two. Fourth and three. Fourth and three. It comes after two and before four. 
Do you think they're going to go for it on fourth down? It looks like they're in probation to go for it here on fourth down. Trips left. They scored on fourth and seventh. Yeah, you're right. On, their end, on that end of the field. Christopher Hutton in the backfield with Tata Smith. And we're back to live action, 639 here, fourth and three. Direct snap to Hutton, and the Rams sniffed that one out. Well, nice play that time by number 33, Diamante Russell. Again, you can attribute that to the weather. The snap was high, threw off the timing of the play, and Russell was blitzing on it and had time to readjust, make the tackle for a four-yard loss. Rams with a huge defensive stop to uh, kind of stymie the momentum of Forest Hill. We'll see if they can do anything here on offense. Uh, they've been fumbling the ball a little bit here. Kind of interesting, you had uh, Fred Hunter out of the um, – I was not quarterbacking on that series with Patriots. He looks to be healthy down there. So, Well, they may run a two-quarterback system. I mean, you, if you have two good quarterbacks, you need to put them on the field. And it looks like the Rams get back to action. They go to the running game as they'll pick up two on that, second and eight, as it was Janoris Harmon on the carry for the Rams. Yeah, the linebackers from uh, Forest Hill doing an excellent job. There's an initial opening at the line of scrimmage. They're coming up making tackles for little or no gain repeatedly. That's Corliss Greer, bunch of linebackers in that time for the course of the Patriots. Here's the snap. It'll be Johnson around right in. He finds a little bit of room. It looks like he will pick up a first down. Rams going back to the running game. Absolutely. That's their bread and butter. Uh, you know, they, they lack the big back to uh, – Pound, pound, pound. So they're using the quarterback with their two small backs to pound, pound, pound. Uh, it's a great run. Uh, they got movement on the offensive line. They can't move the chain. Pick up of nine that time for Provine as it'll be spotted on the 50-yard line. And it looks like we have a timeout on the field. Coach, you talked about it. Provine going back to the run game here to try to get a little bit of momentum here on this drive. Well, I tell you, two things happen when you, you run the ball and you're able to run it well. One, you control the clock. You shorten the game. And two, it keeps your defense off the field and gets a chance to rest. Yes, and that's what program has been able to do historically. Uh, again, with quarterback back six, seven yards, taking a direct snap and trying to run it off tackle with one guy leading, I mean, you got to have a great amount of confidence in your offensive line that they can control that offensive line. Well, as opposed to going into that power eye, mm -hmm. here we come. That, that's been programmed from, since I watched them. Yes, indeed. But, again, you got Coach, uh, oh, Coach Ridley. Mm -hmm. uh, he knows what he's doing. He's been successful with it. He believes in his offense. And, you know, they're going to do it until they make it work. Now, Coach Ridley, he speaks glowingly of that offensive line, three seniors and two juniors. He says he might have one of the big offensive lines in the state, and we'll see if they can impose their will here on this drive. Well, one thing about size is, you know, you can coach a whole lot of things, but big is always big. As we're back to live gameplay action, Patrick Johnson's quarterback incomplete. There's great pressure that time by the Patriots getting back there on Johnson. Well, they got great pressure on him. It was a short route. Mm-hmm. But he seemed to have trouble getting his footing back here to step forward, and the pass was a little wobbly. 
Yeah, and as we, as we get further into the game, I'm sure the, the field conditions will get even muddier out there as we've had a uh, nice rain here in Jackson today. Here's a snap. Johnson handoff to Harmon. Harmon burst the ball right in. He picks up a first down. Nice run that time by Janoris Harmon. Oh, Major Lee. Major Lee. They, they finally got him a crack. Yes, so he indeed. could show what he could do. He ran through one guy, put a hand down, regained his balance, and was able to gain an additional six, seven yards. Ball ball spotted on the 34, first and 10 pro mine as they are starting to get that running game going. 5-18 here in the second quarter, and the ball is on the ground again. Smash scramble. Will they'll unpaw bodies. We'll see who has it. Provine putting the ball on the turf again, and Forest Hill players are saying they have it, and the officials confirm Forest Hill will get the ball on down. I tell you, you, you would have to see that play to believe it. It was a direct snap to the quarterback that hit the up back on the knee and went forward across the line of scrimmage. If they'd have covered it, they'd have gained five yards. Uh, but when the scramble was cleared away, Forest Hill had regained, had gained control of the football. It's first and ten. Forest Hill going the other way. And a promising drive for the Provine Rams goes to waste here as Forest Hill has the ball on there on 30, and it will be Fred Hunter back in at quarterback. Read option look. He'll hand off to, looks like that will be number 26. Make that number 28, Christopher Hutt. Well, Hudson Hutton broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage and was able to move forward for a six-yard game. I mean, it was a great run on his half, on his behalf. Of course, he's a slight build, but he runs real hard for the Patriots. Well, what do you mean, slight build? <laughs> Looks pretty big to me. Of course, Coach. Hunter, direct snap. He'll go around right in, finds a little bit of room. He'll get the first down for, for Forest Hill. Nice run that time by Fred Hunter. I tell you, he made uh, number 50 miss in the backfield. We had him dead to right, mm-hmm. and the rest was on him. Fred Hunter was able to get around Martinez-Williams for a first down. It will be first down, Forest Hill on the 48. 430 left here in the second quarter. Forest Hill up 7 nothing. I tell you, when you look at the, the, the body language of the defensive linemen, they're walking around with their hands on the hip. Mm-hmm. That's never a good sign. Never a good sign. Hunter. Back deep, takes away with snap, and a nice play that time by number 33 for Provine. DeMonte Russell coming in and blew that up. I tell you, Monte read the play, wasn't fooled by the deception in the backfield, and, and introduced himself to the quarterback. DeMonte Russell is an impressive-looking linebacker. He, he is impressive. He appears to be about 6'4", a slight build, maybe 200, mm-hmm. but... Uh, he delivered a very, very good blow on that play. Second and 15 for Forest Hill. Read option look, and Hunter will keep it. Provine, nice defense that time. As the ball is, looks like it was on the turf. We'll see if Provine has it. Bunch of bodies around the ball, and Provine does have a nice play that time by Provine's defense as they were able to strip the ball from Fred Hunter. Yeah, I think it was number 33 who made the tackle and on the way down was able to get the ball on the ground and uh, program was able to recover. Well, we just mentioned his name, DeMonte Russell again. Another nice play that time for program. Came from the top of the field, the right side, chased the play all the way down, made the tackle and, and the strip. Nice play that time by DeMonte Russell as 
Provine takes over here with 3.33 left here before half. Forest Hill is up 7 nothing, but the Provine Rams, they got a little momentum going here. I tell you, wet football. Hey, wet field. Hey, yes, indeed. Okay. Patrick Johnson back in at quarterback for the Rams. They'll go trips right. Single setback. He drops back, throwing deep, looking for a man, and it is – is it caught? No. Oh, incomplete pass. That was close that time. He had about three guys in the area down there. Yeah, he ran trips right and all over in straight ahead. He just heaved it. Uh, almost a great catch. Yeah, it was almost a great catch. Second and ten for the Rams. 324 left here in the second quarter. Provine picking up a big fumble as they are in Forest Hill territory. And it looks like they'll call a timeout as there was some confusion on the formation that time. Well, they had nine people on the field. The two people, the receivers that came off the sideline, I'm not sure if they could come in without letting the officials know that they were coming in the game. Yes, indeed. Because they weren't in the huddle. Coach Ridley smartly calling timeout, trying to get his troops back together again on that one. Three twenty-four left. Stoppage in action here as Forest Hill is on top of Provine. Provine, the last couple of uh, defensive uh, stands, they've, they've they've done a, a great job in, in in stopping Forest Hill. Well, they've settled down, but I think the weather has had more effect on Forest Hill than Provine's defense. Yes. I mean, anytime you bobble a direct snap and you're trying to make fakes in the backfield, it throws off the timing of the, of the play mm-hmm. and gives the defense a chance who are out of the place to react back in it, and that's what I've seen. Uh, again, whoever copes to these conditions the best and makes the fewer mistakes mm. will be most successful tonight. Uh, interestingly enough, Provine had a little bit of success running the ball in the last drive, but they've opened up throwing here on this drive. Well, they got three minutes and 25 seconds to go. They've gone to the spread offense. There's a drop. There's a throw. Looking for a man deep, and nobody there. That time, Patrick Johnson looking for number nine, looking for Daniel Wilson. Well, again, it appeared to be the same play. They just spread it out a little bit. He drops back, throws it as far as he can. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to set up something later. But, uh, I mean, you had four defensive backs and, and three receivers in the same area. Yeah. Looks like a little bit of confusion that time on the pattern again. Brings up a third and ten here for Provine as they'll bring in, going back to the uh, Joshua Liddell, the quarterback. Liddell, straight handoff. He'll go around right in, picks up. Maybe five, six yards that time. It brings up a fourth down here for the Rams. Tackle that time. Great tackle that time by Malik Kors for Forest Hill. I tell you, it was. Again, anytime you line up seven yards behind the line on a wet day and you get a direct snap, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to get started to get to the hole in time for the initial contact to create space. Definitely. Yeah. Provine goes back to Patrick Johnson, the quarterback, as they employ that two-quarterback system. Johnson, direct snap. He'll roll right, looking, finds, looks for a guy in the flat, nothing there as he was looking for number 10, Trevante Hamilton, and Provine will turn over on down. Well, I tell you, Hamilton needed to run a five-yard pattern, 
he ran a two-yard pattern, and even if the pass would have been complete, the ball would have been they lost it on downs. So, again, we're, we're talking about high school players mm-hmm. learning the game and being in a situation most of them have never been in before. Sure. They will get better with experience, and before the end of the season, both of these teams will look like totally different teams than what we're witnessing tonight. Yes, indeed. First game, uh, you, you try to get all the mistakes out of the way first game. So, As Forrest Hill takes over on downs, it will be number four at quarterback Tavis Smith. High snap. He, he drops it. Ball is on the turf. And it looks like he is able to get it back. Bobble snap a huge loss that time at Forrest Hill. Ball is spotted on about the 20-yard line for Forest Hill as they lost 15 yards on that opening drive on, on that opening play that time for Forest Hill. Again, high snap, wet ball. If it appeared that he tried to pick it up and run, kicked it, moved it backwards again, tried to pick it up again, and decided I need to fall on this pig before somebody <laughs> else steals it. <laughs> and that has been the story of the first half. It has been a slippery ball as both teams have turned the ball over multiple times. But to the credit of uh, Forest Hill's offensive line, there was nobody back there. Mm-hmm. There was only one guy back there. Handoff. They had a chance to fall on the ball. Handoff goes that time to Donnell Kennard. Kennard tries to get a little something up field, nothing there, as Provine will call timeout. Okay. No, they did not call timeout. Brings up third down, and it is 127 left here in the second quarter. The clock is running. Let's see what Forest Hill does here on third and Hazelhurst. Yes. <laughs> well, Provine has one timeout left. They'll probably use it to be able to stop him on this play. Tabit Smith at quarterback. Handoff oh. goes that time to Kennard. Make that number 28, Christopher Hutton. And Provine will call timeout to stop the clock with 101 left here. But right before halftime, nice defensive stop that time by the Rams. It was a a good offensive call. They ran the draw from a a passing formation, and you've got to respect their ability to pass. They backed off. They ran the draw. He got outside. If the last guy hadn't made the tackle, he may have gained enough yards for the first down. And we'll see what. Forest Hills punter can do on this punt here. One on one left right here before halftime. Uh, last time we saw him out there, we saw that sixty degree wedge. Uh, <laughs> a tough punt that time of Forest Hill, but we'll see what he does here. Number thirty eight, Daniel Sims, back to punt for the Patriots. Well, they obviously don't respect his leg a whole lot because the deep man is only twenty yards, thirty yards deep. And that deep man is Jay Sean Brown for the Rams. And he walks in. He comes up to about the 40. Here's the snap, and there's another shank. That one will go out of bounds. I don't think it made it to the 50. It goes out at about the 44-yard line. Daniel Sims is having a rough night for the Patriots. Well, I'll tell you, again, wet football, wet turf does not do kickers any any favors. But that's the bad news. The good news is, Hubbard was standing on the sideline, and he was able to feel the ball before it dropped into the mud. <laughs> <laughs> nice play that time on the sidelines for Cortland Hubbard. My team made up in another. There you go. Provine with a golden opportunity here right before half, 54 seconds left. Ball is spotted on the 44-yard line of Forest Hill. Johnson throws 
incomplete out to number 10, Travante Hamilton, as he was looking for Hamilton out in the right flat. When they were tripped to the right, they ran the two outside guys deep and drug the inside guy to the sideline. Uh, it was just a poor pass. It was a well-designed play, but a poor pass. Second and 10 for the Rams, 49 seconds left before half. Great field position on a shank punt by Forest Hill. 60-degree wedge. A 60-degree wedge, yes, indeed. As it'll be Joshua Liddell drops back. He takes off. He finds some room. He cuts it up the middle. He'll get a first down. He has some room to the left, but he cut it back up to the middle. He's tackled on about the 20-yard line. First and 10 for Proline. The ball is spotted at the 21. And they will stop the they'll clock it right there at the 21. That was a great that was a great decision to stop the clock. You're in scoring position. The worst you want to come out of this with is a field goal. On the previous play, he dropped back to the throw. Everybody was covered. When he broke the line of scrimmage, he made one guy miss, and if he'd have stepped to the left, he'd still be he'd running, still be, running. Still be cheering. Wow. Joshua Liddell for the Rams. 36 seconds left here in the first half. Liddell gets the snap. Looks right. Throws right. Oh, nice play that time by number two, Malik Course, on the stop for the uh, Forest Hill Patriots. It was a great defensive decision not to go for the interception, but knock it down. You're still leading only 31 seconds ago. In the past, if he'd have caught it, he would have gained four yards. Nice. Defensive play, third down here for the Rams. 31 seconds left here before half. Liddell, at quarterback. Liddell drops back, looks left, throws right, has a man. Ball is caught for about a six, seven-yard pickup. Ball that time caught by Daniel Wilson. It'll bring up a fourth down here, 25 seconds left here in the first half. Well, I don't think Provine has any uh, timeouts left, so they're going to have to come up with something to get them in the end zone or or get them six yards in the first down. Well, we've seen them uh, hit a big fourth down play earlier in this game. We'll see what the Rams can do here. Josh Liddell at quarterback for the Rams. Yeah, their best play on offense has been Liddell dropping back to throw and then running. And he makes a move, gets around left end, turns it up. He will get a first down. He will get down to about the 10. 17 seconds left as the clock will stop on the first down. Liddell gets his troops back to the line. It's been their best offensive play. Yes, indeed. And he will smartly clock the ball. 13 seconds left here before half. I tell you, that was a – again, he dropped back to throw. It broke down. Once he got past the line of scrimmage, he is an excellent athlete, and he makes people miss in the open field. Josh Liddell, the catalyst here on this Provine Ram drive as they try to score right before half. 13 seconds left. Forest Hill up 7 nothing. In motion goes Trevante Hamilton. Liddell rolls right, looks right. Ball comes out of his hands, and he fumbles the ball, the bobbles the ball as the clock continues to run, and it looks like we'll go to halftime as Josh Liddell fumbles the ball to end the half. You know, I, I noticed Liddell doesn't have a towel on. Mm. It's almost imperative that a quarterback keep his hands dry, mm-hmm. especially 
in these type of conditions if he's planning on throwing. Yeah. I mean, that one just slipped out and came out. He was lucky to get it back. Yes, indeed. As Provine Rams were able to get a little something going there on that draft, but it ends right here before half as Forest Hill will go into halftime up 7 to nothing over the Provine Rams. You know, Coach, as we take a look back at the first half, the storyline, I think, is the ball slipping around all over the place. Well, it's been on the ground a lot mm-hmm. uh, on good snaps and bad snaps. Uh, again, we said at the beginning, we've been fortunate to have a lot of rain the last five days in, in Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and the field is nice and green and wet. It's definitely wet. So, again, it's you, wet. You know, i got good news and bad news. Right, exactly. The field is green, but it's wet. Uh, I think at this point, Forest Hill has done a better job of minimizing the mistakes caused by the conditions of the field and the conditions of the ball. Uh, Provine has moved up and down the field, but because of their own mistakes, they've not been able to get into Forest Hill's goal line, and that's why they trail 7 nothing. I think Coach uh, Otis will get in the locker room. The first thing he will do is let them get some water. Then he'll bring the quarterback over and the center over, and he'll remove the gun that they have somewhere on them that they keep shooting their stuff in the foot. <laughs> yes, indeed, because uh, there have been multiple shots to the feet tonight. Uh, it, it's not been pretty, but it's been an exciting, well-played game with those exceptions. The lone score coming on a uh, 40-yard pass from Fred Hunter to uh, uh, Malik Course. Uh, early in the, in the first first quarter for Forest Hill. That's going to only score the game, but uh, Provine has had some opportunities. They've moved the ball in spurts very well. Uh, you talk about the seven, the score that the Forest Hill made, it was 4th and 17 when they threw that pass. Yes, indeed. So, I mean, you get, you have, have to come off to them because to make that call and that throw, hmm. That was that as they said, that was big time. Yes indeed. Of course tonight's uh ball game is brought to you by the trophy shop located at twenty four sixty Terry Road, suite twenty two hundred, Jackson, Mississippi. Tell them the open mic sent you for all your trophy needs. The trophy shop located at twenty four sixty Terry Road. You know, coach, exciting first half. What is it that uh and I think you alluded to it, what is it that Forest Hill, Coach Mario Lane goes in and tells his guys at halftime. Well, keep doing what you're doing. Don't worry about the conditions. Both teams are playing in the conditions. Uh, let's go back out and play Forest Hill football for another half, and the deal will be sealed. And you jokingly mentioned that uh, Coach Ridley needs to remove that uh, weapon. <laughs> remove the weapons from the locker room. But what 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 can Provine come out and do here in the second half? Well, you know they've done good things. When you look at them, they're not playing poorly. I mean, they have shot themselves in the foot repeatedly that kept them out of the end zone, and you can't make those type of mistakes when you have two evenly matched teams. Mm -hmm. And both of these teams are are pretty good football teams, and again, it's always going to come down in these conditions is who adjusts to the conditions the best. Now, Coach, of course, uh, here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, we carry Preview A&M football. Of course, you are a, a stalwart in the swag with Jackson State. And I'm, I'm a Jackson State guy myself. Uh, Jackson State, uh, uh, they're starting the Tony Hughes era this uh, upcoming season. Well, we, we're hoping that Coach Hughes will will be the answer. 
to the problem that we've had in changing coaches. I don't mm. think the problem is on the field. I think the problem at, at Jackson State is that you can't get any consistency at the head. Mm. I mean, we had Coach Comedy. We got rid of Coach Comedy. We brought in an assistant for Coach Comedy. We brought in uh, Coach McCall. We brought in Coach Jackson. Mm. Brought back Coach McCall. Then we bring in uh, the coach that's there now. The, the best way to stop progress is make a change at the head. You've got to be sold on one coach and give him a chance to build his program. Mm-hmm. I always look at uh, Mississippi State uh, and Coach Mullins. Yeah. Coach Mullins didn't win but two SEC games his first three years at Mississippi State. And the fourth year, they were ranked number one in the nation for a couple, two or three weeks. So you've got to give whoever you put in there time and resources to build and develop. And, you know, as, a, as an alumnus, I don't think we've done a good job of giving the people we put in those positions enough time to build a consistent program. I see. Well, Jackson State does have some talent on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, they have one of the best pass-catch duos in the swag and Lamontez Ivy and Dan Williams. Uh, but this year, uh, with Coach Chad Germany coming in, he's going to try to run the ball a little bit. Of course, we know Jackson State football, the, uh, the hallmark of Jackson State football is running the football. How important is it to try to get back to that running game? Well, I, I think in today's game with the athletes you got on both sides of the ball, you have to be 50-50. You can't be uh, just run, 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 and no pass. You can't be pass, 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 and no run. Uh, I came out of an offense where uh, we had Jerome Barkham on one side, Richie Castor, as a tight end, and one of the Richardson brothers as a flanker. And I led the conference in Russian. So, again, we threw it around, but you got to create a balance sure. to keep the defense off balance. And uh, hopefully Coach Germany will install a running game with uh, Luke Johnson carrying the ball that will keep the defense honest and that give him a chance for Ivy to throw to Williams. Sure. Uh, Jackson State preparing for the opening game against University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Uh, you have an event coming up out there in Las Vegas this upcoming uh, 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 in the next week or so. The 31st is the uh, day before the game. It's the Wednesday before the game. We are having a reception for Jackson State fans and UNLV fans at the largest sports bar in Henderson, Nevada, hmm. uh, Miller's, Miller's Ale House. Uh, we've got about eight guys from Jackson State, former players that's going to be in there signing autographed pitches, autographed footballs. we got some memorabilia that we're going to auction off. And we're hoping to have Randall Cunningham and two or three guys from UNLV. Basically, what we're going to do is let you ask questions. Uh, we're going to give you our opinion. And Jackson State's gonna win the smack off. <laughs> How about that? Now, of course, uh, you see a lot of FCS versus FBS games now. Uh, would you have liked to have played in these uh, in these contests back when you were at Jackson State? Well, we dreamed about playing them. Uh, we would play uh, Division Two teams: uh, Texas Lutheran, uh, Nebraska, Omaha, and those people. But we never got a shot at playing Southern Mississippi, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. And we felt, especially our senior year, we had nine guys to get drafted, that we were one of the best teams in the state, in the nation, not just the state, and we would have been able to beat anybody we played. We lost one game that year. Wow. And, uh, we got, you know, we got holes that game. And, of course, Coach Payton, you played for 
uh, undoubtedly one of the most legendary coaches in Jackson State history and Coach Bob Hill. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, the influence of Bob Hill, not just on you, but the Jackson State football culture. I tell you, Bob was a legend. We lost him this year, mm-hmm. uh, but we had him for 82 years. And the things that he instilled in me and other guys as an athlete was a work ethic, a pride in what you were doing, and a value for your education. Uh, he wouldn't let you sit on what you had done, and you never were as good as you thought you were, and he made sure that you knew it every time you were out there. And the other thing he did is that if you didn't do it in practice, you didn't get a chance to do it in a game. So regardless if you were leading the conference and rushing and scoring, you had to go out every day in practice and prove that you should start. Wow. And I think that that type of work ethic and that type of desire and consistency allowed me to play as long as I did in the National Football League. And I can name you eight or ten guys that I played with that played in the National Football League that when they came to Jackson, the question was, why did you sign here? Wow. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. so, and that's, uh, I, well, that was my next question in terms of you talked about the competition. Uh, just talk about some of the guys who were at Jackson State while uh, you were playing for Jackson State. Well, uh, my offensive line my senior year was Otis Strickland, Edgar Hardy, who was a fourth-round draft charge, uh, Rodney Phillips was a de facto tight end. <laughs> I mean, we had, again, we had nine guys to get drafted. We had 12 guys to get signed off that team in the National Football League. And of that group, eight of them made it. And of that group, uh, seven of them played for over eight years. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you it's hard to find that type of talent in one place anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the kids who we used to recruit from places like Mount Olive and, and, and Collins and Loosedale, mm-hmm. they're playing at Alabama, Michigan sure. State, and Ole Miss, or they're sitting on the bench at those places sure. as opposed to developing at Jackson State. I just I, 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 I would like to see us get back to that time when we did more job, a better job in developing the athletes that we see as opposed to getting the, the top athletes and making them great, get the good athletes and make them better. And that is our salvation. If we don't get back to doing that, we don't have the money, we don't have the television, we don't have the facilities to attract the top athletes. They're looking for national TV, national exposure, and some bling. There are very few schools, HBC universities, who offer that bling. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, in a, we're in a fight for survival. Sure thing. Charles Bishop and Coach Eddie Payton here at South Jackson Stadium. Your score at halftime, Forest Hill Patriots 7, Provine nothing. We'll take a brief pause and we'll listen to the Forest Hill Patriot Band.
And that was the pride of Forest Hill. Ben, as we are here at halftime here at South Jackson Stadium with Forest Hill up 7 nothing over Provine. You know, we're, we're huge fans of the SWAC, and uh, SWAC Media Day this past uh, uh, July, uh, the SIDs, they picked their conference champion. And in the West, uh, Prairie View was picked to finish first. And in the East, Alquan was picked to uh, finish uh, first in the SWAC East. Uh, how do you take a look kind of at the SWAC standings? And, of course, there's something big to play for now, the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta. Well, I tell you, the Celebration Bowl has been a long time coming, and I'm glad it's a major accomplishment for a team to get to the Celebration Bowl. Now, uh, I look at the picks, and you realize that 
with the lack of depth that we have in the league, that even the best teams are one or two injuries away from being average. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the league league wide, uh, no one has a whole lot of depth per position. Yeah. So again, it's the team that can stay healthiest the longest will win the SWAC this year. Uh, Jackson State is picked to finish third in the SWAC East behind Alcorn and Alabama State. Of course, uh, you take a look at the preseason All-SWAC uh, first team at quarterback. Uh, um, it's Austin Howard from Southern. Running back is Leonard Tillery, who is only 900 uh, yards away from being the SWAC's all-time leading rusher. Uh, Martez Carter from Grandma State also picked SWAC uh, preseason first team. Antonio Day from Alcorn, offensive lineman. Justin Miller, offensive lineman from Gramlin. Anthony Mosley, the big rugged bruiser for Southern, is also picked first team uh, all swag. Uh, Josiah Freeman from Prairie View. Uh, Terrell Lee from Southern. The receivers, Chad Williams from Gramlin. Daniel Williams from Jackson State. And Dylan Beard from Southern. A lot of talent on that swag first team, uh, preseason all swag first team uh, offense, Coach. I tell you, when you when you look at those kids, I had a chance to see most of them play last year. You realize that over half the kids on that that list will play on Sunday somewhere for somebody. Definitely. That that, that bodes well for the conference moving forward. That you have this type of athletes on your preseason first team offense mm-hmm. that can make things happen and that can play anywhere with anybody in this in this in this league. On the defensive side of the ball, Stacy Garner from Alcorn, Javancy Jones from Jackson State, Mike Brooks from Alcorn, Devon Reed from Prairie View. Courtney Berry is the two time swag defensive player of the year. He comes back a preseason all swag uh defense from Alabama State. Darian Anderson from Alcorn, Willie Duncan from Arkansas Pine Bluff. Guy Stallworth is a guy I mentioned uh, in terms of playing on Sundays from Grambling. Marquise O'Leary, defensive back, Prairie View A&M. Uh, Danny Johnson, defensive back from Southern. And Marquise Green, who led the SWAC in interceptions last year from Mississippi Valley State. I tell you, Marquise is an exceptional ball hawk. I mean, the ball, his closing speed to me is just exceptional. He looks like he's beat all the time, and he ends up getting there the same time the ball gets there. Uh, when you look at the first-team defense, I mean, there are some kids on there who can flat-out play football. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look forward to the only downside of defense is nobody plays defense. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, I, mean, I think the, the MEAC versus SWAC, I think the MEAC kind of had the edge on the defensive side of the ball. So. Well, I can remember there was a day when uh, we played the MEAC when we couldn't play anybody else and we need somebody to practice again. <laughs> they have not only uh, come – as good as we are, they're actually better at the top. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we can compete with them at the bottom, but at the top, they're just better. Yeah, you have teams like Bethune-Cookman and uh, uh, as well as uh, uh, North Carolina A&T and North Carolina Central. Uh, in fact, a uh, former uh, Jackson State player, the coach of North Carolina Central. So uh, as we take a look at the SWAC second team preseason um, uh, all-SWAC team, Lenore Footman, who took the SWAC by storm last year at Alcorn, he is the quarterback. Khalid Thomas, running back from Alabama State. Aaron Baker, hard-nosed running back from Alcorn. Uh, on the offensive line, David Adams from Arkansas Pine Bluff, Sam Batiste from Alabama State, two Jackson State guys, Frank Carter and Marcus Cook, offensive guard and center respectively for Jackson State, uh, both preseason second team all-swag. Kerry Williams from Alabama State, Derek Griffin, who might be the most athletic player in the swag. He was the swag. 
basketball player of the year, Derek Griffin, second-team all-swag uh, offense for Texas Southern, Marquise Warford, wide receiver from Alcorn, Willie Young, wide receiver from Arkansas Pine Bluff, and Brandon Campbell, tight end from Alcorn. I had a chance to see Williams up close last year, and I tell you, he is a he is a load. He is an exceptional athlete, uh, whether he's on the basketball coach course or playing wide receiver. We could not do anything with him last year, yeah. and we played him at Jackson, and if not for a blown call, I mean, it was just something. Yeah, he, he's a low six, seven, two hundred thirty pounds. He's a low. Yeah. I mean, he's a Sunday. He's a Sunday player. Uh, as we take a look at the second team preseason All Swag defense, Cornelius Henderson, defensive tackle from Jackson State, C.J. Bryant from Southern, Robert Brown from Alabama State, Roderick Henderson from Alabama State, Brian Brower, linebacker at Alabama A&M, Aaron Tiller, linebacker at Southern, Arquez Coop, linebacker from Grambling, DeAndre Smith. Uh, defensive back for Alcorn, Ferry and Tony uh, with Mississippi Valley State. He teams up with uh, Marquise uh, Wheeler, Dominic Weaver from Prairie View, and Eric Foster from Alcorn State. I tell you, that's that's a very reputable group of young men. I think all of them deserve to be where they are, and going forward, they can only get better and make our league better. Uh, again, we are competitive at the top. And we are an injury away from the middle to the bottom not being competitive. I mean, it would not surprise me to see Mississippi Valley this year compete for a championship, depending on who they play and when they play. Wow, that's that's a huge uh, statement like that. Uh, again, we take a look at the predicted order of finish in the uh, Eastern Division. Uh, all corners predicted to finish first. Alabama State comes in as second. Jackson State third. Alabama A&M fourth. Mississippi Valley fifth. We take a look at the SWAC West. Prairie View is predicted to finish first in the Swag West, followed by Grambling, Southern, Texas Southern, and Arkansas Pine Bluff. And that's a take that takes a look at the Swag. You know, Coach, we're huge fans of the Swag. A lot of these kids that we see here in Jackson Public Schools, we could see playing in that conference. Well, I, I tell you, the top tier, unfortunately, we probably never see. Sure. And that, to, to me, that's the one thing that makes the difference between our league and the MEAC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids that we used to get, uh, we're not getting. Yeah. And the kids that were that next level kid that you could develop in two years and really have something, we're losing those to the Louisiana Monroe's and Louisiana Lafayette and Bell Havens yeah. and Pacific Colleges and those kids. We're not getting those kids. So, again, if we can improve as a league, start improving our facilities like Prairie View, Texas, Southern Alabama State, mm-hmm. you will be able to attract the type of kids here in Jackson that can make a difference in your program. Yes, indeed. If you don't, you're going to continue to lose them and, and wonder why you're losing kids and not producing championship football teams. Yeah. Well, both of these teams play in some very rugged divisions, and we had talked about that at the opening uh, of the broadcast. Uh, we talk about Provine playing in a district that includes West Point, Hattiesburg, Wayne County. Some of the players, uh, you talk about the top-tier players, uh, these guys will be playing somewhere, Big 12, SEC, talking about West Point, guys like Marcus Murphy, uh, Hattiesburg, Julian Connor, Jackson yeah. State guy, yeah. uh, Fabian Franklin, and Dandy Dozen wide receiver Jordan Murphy. You take a look at Wayne County. Uh, Wayne County has a, a, a guy uh, playing uh, at quarterback, or I should say running back, Chris Cooley, ran for 13 touchdowns last year. Just a lot of talent throughout the state. 
I tell you, it, from top to bottom, unfortunately, most of them are already committed. Yeah. They mm -hmm. start committing when they're in 11th grade, and I looked at the dandy does in the last two or three years, not a single one on there is committed to HBCU University. Wow. Uh, again, I go back to what I said. If we don't improve our facilities to attract these kids, then we're going to be living in junior colleges and living it off transfers from other schools where they got there and realized they weren't quite as good as they thought. Yes, indeed. And that's and, never a good thing. No, it's yeah. not. Right. I mean, we develop, we have a history. Our league has a history of developing players. We've lost that history and we lost our identity. And somewhere down the line, we got to get it back. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to a bowl game every year. We got the, the bowl we go to now, me at Jackson State, but the rest of us, if we don't go to that, we watch on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we can't attract the team to you're going to be on TV every weekend. And I'm not talking about on Thursday. I'm talking about Saturday and Friday time. Right. So, again, these kids now, this generation of kids are visual. They want to be able to tell their teammates, their former teammates, mm -hmm. the reason I chose Ole Miss over Jackson State is because, one, they're in the SEC, and two, they're on TV every week. Definitely. That folks don't have to travel to see me play. Right. And it's, Great hard point. To, it's hard to compete with that. Of course, our halftime was brought to you by the Trophy Shop, located at 2460 Cherry Road, Suite 2200. Tell them the open mic sent you. You can visit their website at the Trophy Shop, the Trophy Shop of Mississippi.com. Halftime was brought to you by the Trophy Shop. As we get ready to start the second half, Forest Hill up 7-0. Provine kicking deep to the Patriots. It'll be taken by the up-back. Looks like that's number 28 for Forest Hill. Christopher Hutton, he'll get across to about the 30-yard line, 32-yard line. Well, that's, a, that's something we hadn't seen all night. Uh, a deep kick. <laughs> exactly. As Forest Hill will open up here on offense here as we're just getting started here in the second half. 11.50 here in the th third quarter. Patriots up 7 nothing over the Rams in a uh, tightly played first half, but one in which we saw the ball on the turf quite a bit. Well, I don't expect the Forest Hill to change what they're doing. They've been successful. They moved the ball well. They've been able to slow them down on defense. On the other hand, I look for program to go into a more traditional uh, offense just so it keeps the ball off the ground. Fred Hunter with the read option goes around right in. He'll pick up maybe three on the on the opening play here of the uh, second half for the Forest Hill Patriots. Well, I tell you, did you see the tackle that uh, number 75 from Provine uh, made? Nice on, play. On nice. The exactly. He went hook, line, and sinker. Unfortunately, the running back who didn't have the ball, he went down. <laughs> he paid the price. And flags fly as we'll have a legal procedure. Looks like the Patriots moved on that play. Yeah, they, they got a little ahead of the snap, and uh, – uh, it's going to cost them five yards. It's going to cost them the five they gained on first down. Yes, indeed. Second down here for the Patriots as the clock gets moving again, 11-13, just getting underway here in the second half. Four still up, 7 nothing. Ball is spotted on the 30 here in uh, on the here for the Patriots as Hunter gets the snap, drops back, looking downfield. He'll drop it off, and it will be dropped that time by number 23, Donnell Kennard. All right. He looked deep. Yeah, he had uh, number 18 
going deep. He was well covered. He came off him to throw to this guy in the flat. He made a good pass. Unfortunately, it went right through his hand and fell incomplete. Rams covered the Quavius luck and well that time as it brings up a third and 11 for the Patriots. Fred Hunter back deep. He is flanked to the right by Christopher Hutton. Jashawn Makura comes in motion, drops back. Hunter looks, finds a little crease, makes a move. He'll get to the outside, makes another move, and he will be gang-tackled by a bunch of Rams. Great defense that time, led by number 33, DeMonte Russell. That was about a, a eight-yard, nine-yard pickup that time for the Patriots. Brings up fourth down, and looks like they'll go for it here, fourth and two in their own territory. Ball spotted at the 40. Hunter looks to the sideline, gets the call. Ball is fumbled on the snap, and it looks like the Rams will get it. First down, Provine, as the ball dribbled back to the quarterback. Fumbled on the play that time. Provine takes over on down. Seemed like a little indecision uh, uh, by the offense. They couldn't tell what they wanted to do, and you get a ball that's snapped and never gets above grass high. Mm-hmm. It costs you the fumble. Provine recovers. Now they're first and 10 from the four, your 40-yard line. Jamil, Jamil Gates, the center. Did not get it back to uh, Hunter that time, and Provine takes over. Golden opportunity here for the Rams. Their open drive here on the uh, second half. Again, that uh, that bodes well for Provine if they're able to move the ball starting on this side. Patrick Johnson opens up here in the second half. He finds room. He gets across the across the 30 to the 25. First down here for the Rams. A great 15-yard gain. Uh, he started off the right side. There was an opening. He had enough room to cut back to the left. And gain first and ten. And Provine comes out spirited here in the second half. They turn Forest Hill over on downs, and they pick up a big first down here to start their drive here in the second half. Johnson in the pistol formation. Handoff to Harmon. Harmon drags, tackles. He stays on his feet, goes across the 25 to the 20. Ball will be spotted on the 20. Nice five-yard pickup for the Rams. That was a good hard-nosed run. I mean, not only did he break tackles, he took two people with him, and it took four other guys to get him down. Uh, I am surprised that Provine is not under center uh, to cut down on the bad snap. But, again, this is their pistol offense. Mm -hmm. This is what they're going to run. That's what they believe in. Yes, indeed. And there's another bad snap. He tries to pick it up. Looks like Forrest Hill will have it. It is first down, and you just said it, Coach. You just said it. You're surprised they weren't under center at that time. I, I mean, again, with all the problems they had with the center quarterback exchange on the snap with him back five yards deep, you would think that if we can run, let's get under the center, let's take it from the center and turn around and hand mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. But, again, we're not out there every day with them. Right. They know what they do, what they do best, right. and you just hope that it works. Sloppy field conditions tonight. Of course, uh, one of the storylines is the rain that's come through the Jackson area, and it's played. It's reared his ugly head tonight here with the ball being turned over quite a bit. As far as Hill takes over at the 25, handoff goes around to number 28 that time. Nice run, Christopher Hutton. That was a great run by Hutton. They gave him some room on the on the outside, and he turned on the juices. 
if not for a great tackle by the corner, he probably would still be running. Tavis Smith is in now for Fred Hunter uh, for the Forest Hill Patriots, a quarterback, as they are employing a two-quarterback system tonight as well. Tavis Smith, six yards deep. It looks like we'll have a false start here on the Patriots, and that'll take away that nice six, seven-yard gain uh, on first down for the Pats. I tell you, I guess they're so in such a hurry for another six-yard gain that the offensive tackle away from the direction they were going got a little ahead of itself. Again, it, again, they're high school players. They're learning their craft and, and enjoying the game, and they're going to make mistakes, and you expect them to make mistakes. You don't blame them. You teach them. Yes, indeed. Brings up a second and nine for the Patriots. There's another bad step. Smith will pick it up. He'll look downfield. He'll throw it downfield. He finds a man. Nice catch that time by Demonte Griffin. Nice play, Tavis Smith. You'd have to see it to believe it. (laughs) Bad snap. Mm -hmm. Ball bounces around. Smith runs for his life. Sees somebody down at the 48-yard line. He's he's a Hail Mary between two people. The the defense in the front thinks the defender in the back is going to knock it down. The defender in the back thinks the defender in the front is going to knock it down. Completed pass. First and 10 from the 48-yard line. Nice play, Tavis Smith, his number. As they will complete that time, that's a, a great catch that time out there by Cortland Hubbard. That's the second time tonight we call Hubbard's name. Well, I tell you, Hubbard's a handful, and that was probably one of the better throws uh, when you take away the touchdown pass that's been made. Right. The field and the conditions are getting worse. Of course, Hubbard comes in as far as Hill's leading receiver from last year, 55 receptions last year. It's his second catch tonight. Tavis Smith still in the quarterback. Nice uh, grab of the uh, wayward snap. It looks like Forest Hill might pick up two on that play. Brings up a third and two. I tell you, uh, the defensive end, number 33, the kid we've been talking about from Provan. Yeah, DeMonte Russell. He made great penetration and was able to get just enough hand on the ball carrier to knock him off stride. DeMonte Russell has been a handful tonight uh, for, for the Forest Hill, and he switches sides. He's coming to the play-action side. Tavis Smith still in at quarterback for the Patriots, and there's another false start. <laughs> it just appeared they were having trouble getting him in the right offensive formation. The clock was down to about five seconds, and you get a little anxious when you're offensive lineman and you're looking at the clock and it's going five, four, three, two, one, mm. and you don't hear a snap, so you move. Yes, five yards, and now, now you're looking at a, a third and eight. Third and eight here for the Patriots. 6.42 here in the third quarter. Forest Hill up 7-0. Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton. There's another false start in time for the Patriots. Patriots a little bit dis- discombobulated here on this drive. Well, it may be time to, to settle them down. Uh, it's a little early to call a timeout, but you need to get them back into something basic because you're looking at, at, at third and 15, yeah. 15. Yeah. You need to calm them down, get them back to something that they do and get them back to what it was supposed to be, and then you don't have a problem. Again, you got young kids out here. Yeah. And they got a lot of adrenaline going. And we have an official's timeout right now. Yeah, in the state of Mississippi, this time of year, it gets rather, gets rather warm. So we they've instituted uh, a heat timeout, okay. they call it. 
that gives both kids a chance to get over, get hydrated, take that helmet off, cool off their head. And it's been proven over the last three or four years to prevent heat frustration, cramping, and the, and the student athletes that participated in these students. Very smart for the Mississippi High School Athletic Association to, to, to put implement this in, in Well, place. you know, we're sitting up in the press box above all of this, and you're sweating profusely. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> just, just think how those athletes feel with about 50 pounds of gear on. You could just imagine. Wow. As we get back to live uh, action here, Tavis Smith in a quarterback for the Patriots. Two receivers employed to the right. One comes in motion. That's Diamante Griffin in motion. Here's the snap. Smith looks downfield, gets pressure from Russell, spins out of it, looking downfield, finds the man. Great catch by Jashon McCure. McCure first down for the pass. I tell you, that was that that completion goes to number five Cure. I mean, he was covered, made the adjustment, came back, made the catch, and moved the chains for Forest Hill. Great athletic play by the quarterback Tavis Smith, the junior quarterback for the Forest Hill Patriots. I tell you, to, to evade the rush was the first great move. Yes, indeed. The second great move was to find it and throw it in a position where he could make the catch. Read off to look. Here's the handoff. It'll go to number 28. Nice run that time by, of course, Christopher Hutton. He's just a sophomore, Coach. I tell you, he's a good sophomore. You can just imagine what he's going to be in, in two years when he's Gets into a weight program. If he doesn't lose any of that quickness and speed that he has, he could be something that people pay to see. Yes, indeed. Patriots, Patriots moving at high tempo. It looks like a couple of Provine Rams went out on that play as they'll make some substitutions. That was Roderick Dozier going out. Handoff goes again to Hutton. Hutton tries to find a little room up the middle. He might pick up maybe one or yeah. two. Well, the Provine was ready for that play. Even though they got two people in the game late on defense, I tell you, when you get pushed back like this, you have a turnover. Defense don't get enough rest, and as you can see, most of them have got both hands on their hips. Yes, indeed. They're trying to get fresh bodies in the game. Pro line trying to get some fresh bodies in. Five fifteen left here. Here's a snap. Tavis Smith. There's a lob looking for Cortland Hubbard. Nice defensive play as the defensive back knocks that one out of his hands. I tell you, that was a great play on both sides. It was a, a perfect pass, a perfect route, and a perfect defensive play. Uh, I, I hats off to both of those kids. Looks like Javoris Selman, Javoris Selman on the nice defensive play for the Rams. It brings up a third down. He was looking for Cortland Hubbard on that play. Hubbard is limping off. I don't know if he's spraying anything or not, but he's kind of hobbling towards the sideline. Patriots go with a bunch formation to the right. Here's the handoff to Hutton. Hutton, ah, oh, he he had a hole, but he slipped trying to get there. I tell you, the golden the golden gate spreaded wide. <laughs> when he planted to go in, he realizes still she's wet. <laughs> yes, indeed. And that's another tackle for the field. Another tackle for the field. It brings up a fourth down here for the Patriots. Look like they're gonna go for a field goal. And it looks like, yes, it looks like the Patriots are going to go here for the field goal as number 38, Daniel Sims, comes in. 
There's a snap. There's a kick. It's up, and it is just off to the right as the Patriots, as the Rams avoid uh, Patriots putting more points on the board. I tell you, that was a great drive after a turnover. They drove it down, got it in the red zone. If not for a great defensive play in the corner, they would have scored now. The, the kick was right right. Uh, that young man will probably be recruited by Florida State University because <laughs> they know how to deal with right. Wide right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> of course, we want to remind you tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the Trophy Shop located at 2460 Terry Road, Suite 2200. Uh, tell them the open mic sent you over there. As we think about, get back to live gameplay. Provine goes back to the run game. That was Janoris Harmon on the run for six. It, it, it was a great call, a bad snap. He had to leap to keep the ball from going over his head, which threw off basically the timing of the plate. 4.04 left here in the third quarter. Provine again working out that pistol formation, another tough snap. And Forrest Hill right there on that one. That was a keeper by Johnson. He got got back to the line of scrimmage, maybe. Well, he was lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage, number 79 from Forrest Hill. Made great penetration. And then, again, he he had to hustle to gain control of the ball. And, again, offense is all timing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much. It takes one bad step to throw off a plate. That's a great observation, and that timing has been off most of most of the game, yeah. Johnson again working out of that power pistol. Another tough fumble. He'll pick it up. He'll try to make a play, but Forrest Hill's defense is all over Patrick Johnson. Another bobble snap. Again, they've had four, three on the last four plays. Yeah. At, at some point, at some point, they're going to have to make an adjustment. Yes, indeed. It brings up a fourth and a 15 for the Rams, and it looks like the Rams will go ahead and punt deep in their own territory. 2.51 left here in the third quarter here. Charles Bishop here with Coach Eddie Payton here from South Jackson Stadium, where Forest Hill is on top of the Provine Rams 7-0. Well, you, you look for Forest Hill to get good field position as he's putting, punting from his end zone, and uh, I don't know if he's hitting – a 60-degree wedge, but I think he needs to hit a driver. <laughs> he better hit a driver on this one. There's the punt. End over end. Diamante Griffin comes and gets it at the 35. He turns it up. He'll get to the 25-20, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at about the 15-yard line. Forrest Hill with a great opportunity. Well, I tell you, it was a good kick, a good return. Uh, he got what he could, got up the field, got up, with three, up the field, and you're in the red zone. You're in the 22-yard line. That's where you want to start your offense with an offense like they have. And he did a great job. He ran and caught that one on the fly and was able to get some momentum going into uh, making the catch. I, say, I can see the coach on the sideline with a wet football going, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. As far as Hill goes back here to work here on offense, uh, coming out at quarterback again is Tavis Smith for the Patriots. He will be flanked by number 23, Donnell Kennard. And they will go trips left to the wide side of the field. Tavis Smith in the pistol formation. Bad snap. He'll pick it up. He'll drop it. And Forrest Hill is able to get it back. They was a golden opportunity that time to pick it up, but they were not able to scoop it up. Again, uh, number 28 tried to scoop and score. 
with a wet football slipped right through his hand, cost him possession. Jamarius Rimbles had a golden opportunity that time for the Rams for the scoop and score, wasn't able to come up with it. Well, again, you have to understand what you're trying to do and play to the conditions. You want possession first. Mm-hmm. I mean, after you get possession, everything after that's just gravy. Yes, indeed. Fred Hunter comes back into the game for the Patriots. At quarterback handoff goes to number 28. Nice run that time by Christopher Hutt, the oh, sophomore. They lost 11 on the first play on the fumble. They got 10 back on a sweep. On a sweep. So they're back, they're back down to a third and nine. So third I and back into Manageable right, territory plus that. Uh, they don't kick on fourth down. <laughs> yes, indeed. Fred Hunter back deep for the Patriots. He'll get the snap. He'll go right up the middle. He'll get a little bit of room. He'll get close to the first down. Looks like it'll be fourth and one, fourth and two for the Patriots. Looks like I think they're going to go for it here. Check that. The officials say the We'll mark it at a yeah fourth and four exactly. Timeout on the field as a Forest Hill Patriot is down. Forest Hill with a great opportunity here for a score uh, that could possibly put this game away. Again, you know they went for a field goal the last time they were down in the red zone, uh, which would be the thing to do because with the problems Provine's having on offense. A 10-point lead may be insurmountable. You're right. And you only have 57 seconds left to go in the third quarter. 50, you're right, 57 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. A score here could uh, put I, this one out of air, put, put this one on ice. Of but course. Again, but, again, you're playing that, that 12th man, the field and the conditions. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it, the most simple simplest thing you do is a handoff. And it can end up on the ground yeah. running the other way. Exactly. Of course, uh, that is one of the storylines of this game is the field conditions and uh, first game jitters going along with the field conditions, and the ball has been squirting all over the place today. I tell you, if if you want to know what type of condition the field is in, you need to be at our vantage point looking at the home team's sideline and it looked like a swallow. Yeah. They're just, they're just wading in the mud. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the song about wading in the water. But I... <laughs> <laughs> there is a three-year-old little boy dying to get in that mud down there. So. <laughs> there's probably a lot of three-year-old little boys want to get down there. Exactly. While we have this stoppage in play, we want to remind you that tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the Trophy Shop, located at 2460 Cherry Road, Suite 2200. That's the Trophy Shop, trophyshopofmississippi.com. Tell them the open mic sent you there. Trophy Shop for all your trophy needs. Is is open your first name, Mike, your last name? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, This is my first night on the job. <laughs> yes, indeed. The voice of student athletics, and we'll try to get the number of that Forest Hill Patriot coming off the field. It looks like number 52, Jamori Beasley, he is a junior offensive lineman for the Patriots. Yeah, he's not putting a lot of pressure on that that left leg, and it appears to be around the knee area. You you don't like to speculate because you're so far away. Right. It could be something as simple as a cramp. Yes. So I'm pretty sure that that staff at Forest Hill is going to give him quick and sufficient treatment so if he can, he'll get back. If he can, he'll be ready next week. 
Well, huge opportunity here for the Rams to try to stop the Patriots. Uh, Patriots, uh, Rams, I'm sorry, uh, Patriots, I should say, deep in the Ram territory, fourth and two from about the uh, the 12-yard line. The dangerous Deshaun Moncure and Diamante Griffin, they're split out right. Handoff to 28. There's a face there's a face mask. That time that was number 28, Christopher Hutton, on the run, first down Patriots, and tack on the face mask. I tell you, it was a well-blocked play, and Hutton, Hutton broke the line, and he was heading for the promised land. The only defensive action left when he went by and grabbed the first thing he could, unfortunately, was the first face mask. Yeah. It's going to be half the distance from where he is, and they're on the eight. It'll be... So, First and goal here for the Patriots. A golden opportunity for a score here as it is number four, Tavis Smith, in a quarterback here for Fred Hunter. I tell you, we're, we're kind of a good check time for the defense. See what they're made out of? Yeah. There's a handoff. It'll go to number 28, Christopher Hutton again. Defense stiffens for a pickup of one. For a one-yard gain, but you, you but you're talking about second and goal from the two and a half. I mean, and they've been able to gain basically one or two yards running wet, right at them most of the game. We'll see if the Patriots wait to uh, take it to the fourth quarter as it goes four, three, two, one. And, yes, we'll go to the fourth quarter here with the Patriots deep in Ram territory. They're up 7 nothing as we go to the fourth quarter. It is gut check time here for both teams. I tell you, fourth and goal, I'm sorry, second and goal from the two and a half, seven-nothing ball game, I tell you, this, this, this could be the proverbial nice you were able to convert on it. Of course, last year this game went into overtime with Provine winning in overtime 22-21 on a two-point conversion in overtime. Tonight's game is shaping up for a barn burn here in the fourth quarter. I'm looking for an exciting finish, and again, if Provan could get rid, of, get rid of those weapons, nah. they're using to shoot themselves in the foot. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the score may be tied. Yes, indeed. But it, I tell you, the fans are getting their money's worth tonight. They are. They are definitely getting their money's worth. And I tell you what, it's this will be very interesting. What would you call down here deep uh, deep in, in, in Provine territory? What, what, what would you look at running here? I'd call the best play I had with the least amount of ball exchange in hand. <laughs> of course, that being a storyline of tonight, the ball has been on the turf numerous times tonight uh, for both teams, uh, multiple fumbles for both teams. Uh, you got to be uh, conservative down here, so you, to speak. You really do because this could be the ball game, given the way it's been played, and you really don't want the quarterback to turn around and go, Oops. Yes, indeed. It'll be Tavis Smith in the backfield with Diamante Griffin. Here's the handoff. Griffin goes around up the middle. Did he get in? And touchdown, Forest Hill. That could be the nail in the coffin. It could be. I mean, there's 11 minutes and 54 seconds left in the ball game, and you never say never, but, it, again, you got to control the ball to score. And when you get in the red zone, mm-hmm. you can't give it back. And You're right. Been in the red zone twice and gave it away twice. Well, that is the 
first time tonight we've seen Demonte Griffin in the backfield. I tell you what, the heat is starting to catch up to a lot of players. Multiple players look like they're cramping. Looks like number 79, Javius Brown for Forest Hill. He's cramping. Looks like Demonte Griffin in the end zone. He's having trouble. Uh, get the Gatorade. Get the water for the guy. Well, I, I, I don't know if Demonte has a cramp. He looked like he went down in a little odd position. Uh, the defensive lineman from Provine, his cramp is named number 70 <laughs> because he put he took him back in the end zone and deposited him there. <laughs> and, and you, you know, as an athlete, you know this is going to be on film when you're looking at it. Yeah. So yeah. it's easy to say I was injured and I was beat like a drum. <laughs> Definitely that, as they will help Demonte Griffin off the field. Touchdown, Forest Hill, as they go up 13 nothing here as we begin the fourth quarter here at South Jackson Stadium. On to hit uh, for the PAT for Forest Hill is number 38, Daniel Sims. This could be the difference in the game, just one point. Yeah, you're right. Because if history repeats itself, you know they're not going to give up on the other side. Right, definitely, definitely. And they got some pretty good athletes over there, too. So it's, it's going to be interesting this last 11 minutes. It's going to be very interesting. Here's a snap, high snap. Kick is hold is down. The kick is up. And it is no good. And they leave the door open for the Rams. And your That one went Rod right as Daniel Sims comes up with Gimpy on that thirteen nothing far hill on top of the Provine Rams. We don't say Rod wide right, we say Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> That's Coach Eddie Payton here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. It is great to open up the 2016 season here in Jackson, Mississippi, as we add four JPS games to the slate. Of course, we come back here in September where we will broadcast Callaway versus the Terry Bulldogs at Newell Field. We'll come back in October, October 14th, where it will be the Mar Mustangs versus the Warren Central Vikings. And we complete the season in our inaugural season here in Jackson with the grudge match that is Mara versus Callaway. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, you you got a, an outstanding schedule of games, and uh, your listening audience, mm-hmm. I mean, they will be treated to four great ball games by four of the top teams in the Jackson, greater Jackson area. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they should have something to look forward to. Mr. Mike or Mr. Open, whichever you prefer. <laughs> <to say. laughs> we, we look forward to joining you. <laughs> Looking forward to the season here. <laughs> and Forest Hill, of course, he'll squib it again. It'll be picked up by the up back number 23. That is Jabor Selman. Selman gets around left end. He finds a little bit of room, and he'll take it across to the 39 for the Rams. Well, I, I tell you, as a, as a former kick returner, the first thing that you learn, he who hesitates is not lost. Hmm. He's swarmed by people who are coming to get it. Hmm. Uh, that's the first kick that's made it back that far. 
and he looked a little hesitant about what he wants to do. Right. Uh, the first thing you learn to do is you get up the field as far as you can, then you look for an area to go the rest of the way. Definitely. Again, uh, these are young kids. They're learning. They will get better. Important drive here by Provine here as we they start their uh, fourth quarter here. Nice run that time by Patrick Johnson. He picks up 15 on the first play of their uh, drive here in the fourth quarter. They, they got in basically a different version of the power eye. Got the, um, the blockers closer to the line of scrimmage. Got on the defensive players, and the quarterback was able to pick a hole and get a first and 10. They will swap quarterbacks out as Joshua Liddell comes in at quarterback for the Rams. They'll employ two receivers near side, two far side. Liddell. And we have a stoppage in action. Flags on the play. Looks did the Patriots jump off sides. Yeah, they got in the neutral zone, and you, you can't do that. And that is indeed the call off sides on the Patriots, as they will make some substitutions now as a Javius Brown comes into the game for the Patriots. That'll be first and five for the Rams. I tell you, you don't want to give a, a good team too much help. Exactly. Uh, and they've been able to move. Liddell gets the snap, goes around right in, finds the room across the 40, 35, picks up a block. He'll be tackled at about the 30-yard line. And we'll see if that was a block in the back that time by Brian like Collins. Looks like they got number seven from Provan for holding. Nice run that time by Joshua Liddell and tackled on some yards that time. That was a face mask as Provan gives a little momentum here on this drive. Well, I saw number seven pleading his case. And he was—he made the block to get him to the sideline. And usually, when you got a lawyer, he's done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. As Provine, they go back to Patrick Johnson, their quarterback. They're subbing the quarterbacks out, fresh legs. As Patrick Johnson comes back in for the Rams, he will take it. He'll take it back up the middle, finds a little bit of room, picks up about seven. <laughs> and I tell you what, the Provine offensive line—they've come. <laughs> they come to lay a little hat on this drive. Oh, that, that young man laid a real good lick on him. Last time I saw a lick like that, my daddy called me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. As the Rams go with fresh legs at quarterback, 10-34 left. They're down 13 to nothing, but the Rams are on the move here. Ball is spotted at the 20-21. Liddell breaks to the – Outside, can't get away from a Javis Brown. Nice defensive play that time by a Javis Brown for the Parcel Patriots. Javis made a big league play. He used a swim move to get into the backfield, figured out who had the ball, made the tackle. Lost him. But, but again, he bobbled the quarterback, bobbled the snap. Who's time now? Yeah. Brings up a third and five for the Rams here in Patriot territory. Ball will be spotted at the 25 yard line. As the Rams make a late substitution, as number 32, Jason Finch, leaves the field. Johnson gets the snap, looks left, throws left. Nobody was there. He was looking that time for Trevante Hamilton. I tell you, it, it was a well-defended play. Uh, the defensive back, number 15, from Forest Hill, was in better position to make the interception than the receiver. Uh, it's one of those deals where you call a play, You've been running it the same way every day in practice. 
you look up and you're throwing it where he's supposed to be, and it's the wrong color jersey. Yes, indeed. Great play that time by Calricus Fair for Forest Hill. Josh Liddell checks back into the game at quarterback for the Rams. Two receivers far side, two receivers near side, H-back. Liddell takes it up the middle. There's nothing there. There's nothing there on fourth down. Nice defensive play that time by the Forest Hill Patriots. They'll take over on down. We didn't get the number of the uh, up-backs who was in the game at that time, but he ran right by Liddell, and Liddell made the tackle for a loss. Yes, indeed. Forest Hill with a great defensive stop with 9.36 left here in the fourth quarter. This could be the drive that puts the nail in the coffin for the Rams. This could use up a lot of the time on the clock and put Provine in a must-pass situation. They have not done a good job of throwing today. Coming back into the game for the Patriots is Fred Hunter at quarterback. He will be flanked by number 23, Donnell Kennard, in the backfield. Yep. Let's see if the Patriots put it up. Try to run the ball here. Hunter keeps it. Read option. Goes across the 25, across the 30 for a pickup of six yards. Nice opening play on first down for the Patriots. Anytime you get it in a run pass situation on second down, this was a successful play. Yes, indeed. As the Patriots try to eat up some clock here in the fourth quarter, 9.06 and ticking here. They're up 13-0 on the Provine Rams. Fred Hunter flanked by Kennard, and there's movement on the line. Well, who moves first? Ah, that is the question. Dead ball, illegal procedure option. And that will take away the nice play on first down as the Patriots will back up five yards. That will bring up a second and nine for the Patriots. If, if, if we're not careful, we're going to have a pat down on the side. On, Far steel sideline because <laughs> those weapons got to get rid of those. They got those weapons as well. The <laughs> yes, indeed. Hunter, there's the handoff to Kennard. Kennard bites, goes across the 30, gets close to the 35, picks up about six on that carry. It'll bring up third and three. Yeah, third and manageable is what they have. Very manageable. Play hard running. The offensive line did a good job. Yes, indeed. Now you're in two-down territory. Donnell Kennard, the junior running back for the Forest Hill Patriots with a nice run, and the clock is moving. 8.15 left here in the fourth quarter. Time running out on the Rams. Fred Hunter at quarterback. He'll get the snap, and again, we have a stoppage in play. And another false start here for Forest Hill. I tell you, those, those weapons <laughs> show their ugly head again. Shot in the foot. Shot in the foot again as we'll move the ball back five yards here. Brings up third and six for the Patriots. That's, that's hard to recover from. But, again, Forest Hill has shown a great propensity to be able to Moving on fourth down. Right, you're right. They've, they've had some fourth down conversions tonight. They've had several fourth down conversions. Fred Hunter, he'll keep it. He'll try to find some room up the middle. Bounces it outside. Finds a little bit of room. First down, and they'll run him out of bounds. Uh, late flag comes in. We'll see what the call is. That'll be a holding on Forest Hill. That'll wipe out a nice game. I tell you, that was a great move by the quarterback. He hit inside, bounced out. 
got the first time. The only thing you did wrong, you stepped out of bounds to stop, stop the, the clock. clock. Exactly. But again, somebody was hanging on to somebody's uniform that shouldn't have been. And that might have enabled him to bounce it outside. So it'll bring up a third and 12 now. 7.33 left. Forest Hill is up 13 nothing here on the Provine Rams. Man, that clock never runs fast enough in the fourth quarter when you're hanging on. Exactly. <laughs> Rams employed two receivers wide. And there's, oh, wow, he had a, a screen class set up, but it was a nice play that time by number 34. John Brown to knock it down. John's been all over the field all night. He'll sleep well tonight because he's leaving all his energy on the field. Nice play that'll turn the ball over uh, here for the Provine Rams. 7-17 left. They'll get an opportunity to get the ball back here. As the deep man for the Rams, Sean Brown, will stand on about his 45 awaiting the putt. Oh, he's giving him far too much credit. And it looks like number seven, Richard Jefferson, will come in to punt for the Forest Hill Patriots. That's a different punter. There's the snap. Flags fly. Let's see what the call is. Somebody moves in the interior line. It's going to cost them five more yards. At the rate they're going, they're going to be kicking from the red zone here in a second. Yeah. Forest Hill, unfortunately, shooting themselves in the foot here quite a bit here in the fourth quarter, up 13 to nothing. Well, it is the first game of the year for both teams. There's a little uh, uh, anticipation, mm-hmm. a little edginess. I mean, you just don't want to make a mistake, but you want to do your job. Right. A late substitution coming in for the Patriots, number 18. Flag going down. With the Quavius Luckett. There's another flag. I think that one was blocked. Yeah. Somebody got a piece of it. You got illegal procedure of the flag on the right side. Uh, the guy from Forest Hill that ran in late never got set. It looks like Forest Hill self-destructed a little bit here in the fourth quarter. These are the sorts of errors you don't want without <laughs> trying to protect the lead. Well, you can't give a good team too much of a hand mm. because they will usually take it and slap you with it. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like. Provine has a golden opportunity here. Punt was partially deflected. The ball will be spotted at the 15. 707 left here. Uh, it's do or die here for the Provine here on this drive. Well, they, they're in the red zone. I mean, they've seemingly figured out what they're going to do on offense with the formation. Now they've gone back to, I can't, what do you call that? Uh, Coach really calls it this payroll formation, this power Power read option. Oh, he had a guy open, and that was a nice pass that time by Patrick Johnson. Unfortunately, it was dropped. I, I tell you, he was open. He ran a slant. He delivered the ball well. Hit him right in the numbers, but right between his hands. Tough, tough start that time by Provine again. They're in great field position. They're on the 15-yard line. I mean, there's plenty of times to go in the game. There's no need of panicking and trying to do too much. Right. Because you're only down by two scores. Uh, yeah. yeah. Two scores and you win. You're going to have to get the ball back. Exactly. Patrick Johnson is your quarterback for the Rams. Handoff goes to Janoris Harmon. Harmon trying to find something 
On the outside, he'll be wrapped up. He might pick up maybe two or three for the Rams, brings up a third down, 6.48 left, clock running. Yep. He didn't gain much on that, did he? No, he didn't. He got about three yards as the Rams, again, they'll have Brian Collins in the backfield, Jason Finch, and Harmon. Read option, read option. It's the handoff to Collins. Collins gets the outside, and he'll be wrapped up. Nice play that time. But it looks like number two, Malik Course. Well, they thought if they could get him number seven to the outside, he'd make it beat him to the corner. With the defensive back from uh, Forest Hills having no part of it. Exactly. And now you got a fourth and, a fourth and uh, maybe the ball game. Pickup of maybe three yards that time by Provine brings up a fourth and fourth and four. Yeah. Patrick Johnson, he'll be flanked by number seven, Brian Collins, and number 26, Quindavious Washington, and Harmon behind him. Here's a pass. Looking deep. Wow, it looks like it's incomplete, but flags fly as a defensive back for Forest Hill. Uh, that was a WWE move. That was a great WWE move. It was one of the best takedowns we've seen <laughs> all night. <laughs> that will give Provine a first down. It's half the distance. Half the distance to the goal line. And first down. And first down here for the Rams. 540 left. Golden opportunity to score here. I, I tell you, fourth and four in the red zone, and they must have they must have figured they had a mismatch, mismatch on the corner mm-hmm. and just throw it up and let him go up and get it. Uh, he may have been right, if not for the WWE move. <laughs> As we have a timeout on the field, uh, Provine with an excellent opportunity to score here. Uh, down 13 nothing. 5.40 left here in the fourth quarter. Ball will be inside the 10. Looks like it'll be on the four-yard line. As Provine is looking to get a score down here, Forest Hills defense has come up big all game. They have played their portion and made great contributions to the 10 nothing lead, 13 nothing lead. But they're going to be put to the test again here. And, uh, it'll, to me, it just as a spectator, that it will depend on the formation that Provine decides to run out of because that whatever formation they're using, they've had more trouble with the center quarterback snap than they had, had from Forest Steel's defense. Yeah, I see. This one is turning into another barn burner just as 2015 when Provine beat Forest Hill 22-21 in overtime. As we are, uh, as the official looks like he's conversing with Forest Hills, Coach, as we were about to get back to live action. And we'll get ready for play here. It looks like it will be Josh Liddell in at quarterback here for the Rams. Quindavious Washington, Harmon, and Jason Finch. Handoff goes to Finch, and he is met by a host of Patriots down there. Nice defensive stop. I I tell you, it looked like they knew to play before the ball was snapped. There are are six or the 11 guys on defense that were in on that play. Talk about gang tackling the ball. 
Nice defensive stop that time by Forest Hill. Brings up second and goal. With the clock moving, 5-12 here in the fourth quarter. Provine with probably their best opportunity to score for tonight. Yeah, and, and they got they got free timeouts. I mean, it may be time to take one and make sure that everybody knows what we get. Right, exactly. Coach Ridley will lean on his offensive line here. And there, and you called it, Coach. There's a timeout this time by Coach Ridley as Provine will try to talk it over here to see what they can come up with. Again, you've got four, five minutes to go in the game. If you play any defense, at all, you're going to get it back for one last shot, but you got to get some points out of this draft. Now, Coach Willie has raved about his offensive line. Three seniors, two juniors on the offensive line, and he's really going to lean on them down here inside the goal line. I tell you, they are a physical-looking group, and uh, you would just think that they would be able to control the line of scrimmage, but all of their running plays, it just appears at Forest Hill, has them scouted enough to where they're at the point of attack when the ball carrier gets there. Forest Hill, you can't say enough about what they've done in terms of defensive stops uh, really coming up big when they've needed to tonight. Well, you look at the scoreboard, you haven't given up a point. Uh, that's a good night. Yeah, a very good night. As we get ready to come back to live action, 4.53 left here in the fourth quarter. Forest Hill on top, 13 nothing. And we'll see who the quarterback is for the Rams. It looks like it is Josh Liddell. Harmon is the deep back. There's a toss sweep out left. Harmon drops the ball. And Harmon is able to recover it almost almost a huge error that time by Janoris Harmon. It brings up third down. I tell you, whenever you start tossing the football around and wet, Conditions, I mean, bad things happen. But, again, you can't take anything away from the defense because they were in position to stop it, even if he would have made a good pitch to him. And the Rams, they will go back to Patrick Johnson, their quarterback, Janoris. Harmon is behind Johnson. Here's a snap. Here's a throw. And there looks like, yeah, looks like we're going to have a defensive pass interference. Looks like they had number 12 open that time to Sean Brown. Defensive back with a nice little forearm shiver to the back. Well, they they split Brown out to get him in a one-on-one situation almost to the numbers or to the hash and then tried to bring him inside to create a lane for the quarterback to throw. There was a lane. The pass was high. But, you again, the, the, the subway push caught the eyes of three officials. Defensive pass interference gives the Rams in the a, end zone another fresh set of down. On the two. On the two-yard line. Let's see if the Rams with 4.08 left, what they can do down here. Patriots defense is stiffened all night. It'll be interesting to see what happens here. I, I tell you, you can't keep them out there all night and keep asking them to do what they're doing without wearing them down. I mean, to me, they are the MVP at this point of this ball. Definitely. All 11 of them. Provine employs their big back in the backfield behind Patrick Johnson. That is number 32, Jason Fitch. He'll be split out left from Johnson. Johnson keeper. Johnson up the middle. He leans but does not get in. Great defensive stop by the Patriots. Well, uh, again, when you get that close to the goal line, you want to get under people 
as opposed to trying to run through. And when you stand up, everybody gets a shot. When you get down, get your shoulder pads squared to the line of scrimmage, you can get in the end zone. You can't be tackled by a knee. 340 left. Johnson looks over and gets the play call from Coach Otis Ridley. Brian Collins is in the slot. Johnson on the keeper. Right up the middle. Does he get in? Nice defensive stop again by Forrest Hill as it looked like Johnson got close to the plane but didn't quite get They're still in piling as everybody is around waiting on the official signal. The clock is stopped. They, they stopped him as the Forest Hill coaches. You can hear them in the background. Wow, that was a big defensive stop. That was a great defensive stand, and you had a couple of penalties that get them down there, and the Forest Hill defense was still able to keep them out of the end zone. Well, I tell you what, that Patriot defense might be our trophy shot players of the game tonight. I tell you, give it to give it to them and let them use it revolving. You keep it a week. <laughs> exactly, as the ball will turn over on downs as Provine is not able to push it in from first and goal. I, I, I tell you, we're we're up in the press box, and we can hear some of the chatter going on between the press box and the sideline. They have not been wrong on a call. You're right. Made Great, tonight, film work. So Great film work. Great film work. Hats off to the coaching staff for a good Scouting job. Now the Patriots need to be careful down here inside their own five-yard line. And looks like Provine, nice stop. We'll see what the call is. It, was it a safety? Yes. It looks like it is a safety. Nice defensive stop at that time by the Rams as they cracked the scoreboard. Again, it was a great defensive stop. Uh, when you line up that deep in the backfield and you get that type of penetration, and that makes the score Forest Hill 13, Provine 2 with 3.12 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Uh, we'll see what that, that safety can do for Provine. Now, only 3.12 left. You, you're going to need two scores. Yes. And you only have three minutes and 12 seconds. And uh, at this point, Provine has not shown the ability as a quick strike offense. You're right. You're right. Nice defensive stop that time for the Rams as they are able to finally get on the scoreboard tonight. And we'll see with 312 left high school. You know, the funny thing about high school football, anything can happen with, with, with a little bit of time on the clock. So uh, it's it's definitely not over, that's for sure. Oh, no. I know. I mean, our program still has two timeouts left. So, again, they will probably, if Forest Hill goes conservative, Get one more shot at him. Sure. But one more shot may not be enough. You can get eight and you lose 13-10. As Forrest Hill gets ready to punt this one off, 3-12 left here in the fourth quarter. Up 13-2. to The deep back for Provine is Brian Collins. He'll be standing on about his own 38. And it'll be Malik Course punting for the Patriots. This course kid does everything. He does. He's a jack of all trades. A Swiss Army knife, if you will. This course gets set to punt this one. Nice punt. 
It'll be fielded by number 23 for the Rams. Javaris Selman. Selman cuts, reverses field across the 50, 45, 40, and he'll take it across the 40-yard line into Forest Hill territory. Well, again, the football field is lined up north and south. When you start running east and west, you just run it. Yeah. You're not gaining anything. What do they call it? Cardiovascular. The, you're just doing uh, east and west. He started at the 50, ran across the field. He gained 12 yards. Provine will have the ball here in Forest Hill territory at the 35-yard line. It'll be Brian Collins and Deshaun Brown split out right. Two receivers up left, and there will be movement on the line as that was number 76, Jonah Thomas, got an early start for the Rams. Well, it'll be first and 15, but you got 301 to go and you need scores. It doesn't make any difference if you're at the 35 or the 40. You still got to score. Rams in a passing situation here as Janoris Harmon is back with the quarterback, Patrick Johnson. Johnson drops back, looks across the middle, throws across the middle, looking for Brian Collins, and overthrows it. He he might have had a step, but the ball really had a step. There's a penalty marker on the field. I don't know who it's against. Personal foul. Wow. Looks like there was a personal foul on number 34, uh, Tamario Sumler. I tell you, that, again, we need to have a, a pat down, get rid of all those weapons that they're using to shoot themselves in the foot with. Yes, indeed. That's another biggie as it gives Provine a first down. Ball will be at the 25-yard line for Provine, 2.55 left. They're down 13-2, to but they're moving the ball. Well, they're, they're almost in the red zone, but the clock is their biggest enemy. Patrick Johnson, there's a screen. Caught. He'll turn it upfield. That's number nine. He'll get inside the 15. Daniel Wilson on the catch. First down again for the Rams. Big play. A, a very well drawn up play and very well executed. When he got the ball in the flat, he had his entire offensive line leading the convoy down the field. And it looks like the safety has given the Rams a little bit of life here as it looks like. They were laying for dead, but they're still in it here. Well, we knew they weren't going to give up. Right. Johnson gets the snap. Johnson, quarterback keeper, right up the middle. He'll pick up positive yardage. He'll take it inside the five. 2.23 left. It'll be second and goal for Provine as they move with tempo. I tell you, they got a huge, couple of huge offensive linemen on the right side. And that's where they've been going most of the night. Hand off. Harmon. Harmon looking for Romer on the left side. He can't get anything. Nice stop again that time at Forest Hill, and the clock keeps moving. I tell you, Forest Hill defense has risen to the occasion all night, and then there's just another example of them not shutting down or not taking a playoff. Looks like we'll have an injury timeout, as that looks like the big man. Uh, Javius Brown down for the Forest Hill Patriots. Well, it looked like he got caught up under uh, that pile, but he's up. He's bouncing around, but he's coming off. I tell you, he's had a heck of a game tonight. He has played probably the game of his career to this point. I don't know if he's a junior, senior, or what, 
But if there are some college scouts out there looking for somebody to clog up the middle, he would be one of the first kids I'd look at. Well, I tell you what, he's a singer, and he's a, he's a reckoning himself tonight. <laughs> he, well, he's introducing himself to ball carriers on the other side of the line of scrimmage on a regular basis. Yes, indeed. As the clock, we get back to live action, clock moving, 148 left. Johnson, he'll drop the snap again. Johnson picks it up, looking for LaRue, finds LaRue, cuts it up the middle, and he's tackled at about the, looks like the five-yard line. He picked up maybe three yards that time. Exciting play, but used a lot of clock. Used a lot of clock. I mean, it, you're, you're not actually fighting against Forrest Hill. You're fighting against the clock. And you got to get it in the end zone. you got to get it in the end zone. I mean, it's it's fourth down and goal again, and they've been stopped five times on fourth down. Johnson, read option. He'll keep it, and Forrest Hill with another stop. Great defensive stop. And they'll take over on downs. I tell you what, that Forrest Hill Patriot defense, they have acquitted themselves so well tonight. Again, they've come to play tonight. And they played every play like it was their last play. And that's the fifth time that they've stopped Provine on fourth down. And that's the third time in the last five minutes that they stopped them inside the 10-yard line. I tell you what, Malik Course, Jaden Collins, and the rest of this Forest Hill defense, they have done yeoman's work tonight. Uh, another stop inside the five. I tell you, that's about hat, four of them, maybe. My hat is this three of them in the last four minutes. In the last four minutes, yeah. exactly. And yeah. one of them was aided by a penalty. I mean, they have control of line of scrimmage uh, on both sides of the ball and done an excellent job. Well, they're my leaders in the clubhouse for the trophy shop players of the game uh, for this opening game here, I, I tell you, Forest Hill defense, I wish we had some stats to really look at to see what they limited Provine to, but uh, I, just their work inside the red zone, inside the five, has been just huge for the Patriots tonight. But, you know, uh, Forest Hill, and, and you don't ever criticize what coaches do because nobody designs a play not to be successful. Mm-hmm. Every play that's designed, if everybody does what they're supposed to do, Supposed to score. Yes. And they have been really predictable in their play calling inside the red red zone. And hats off again to Forest Hill. They've been in the right spot and making the plays all night. They have. They really have. They've done a, a tremendous job of, of being where they were supposed to be. And they've, they've made plays all night. You can't say enough about the Forest Hill defense. A minute four left here. Uh, Time out on the field as they'll come back here to live action play. Uh, great open win, looks like, here for Coach Mario Lane. Well, I mean, Provine has, can only stop the clock one more time, and uh, I don't think that's going to give them enough time. My question is, who has the Gatorade bath for the coach? <laughs> great point. As they'll run a play here, Provine feverishly trying to strip the ball away to no avail as the uh, Patriots were able to get back to the line of scrimmage, and there will be another timeout on the field as I think Provine will use their last timeout. That was it. Two huge plays tonight for the Patriots as Fred Hunter was able to find Diamante Griffin for one touchdown, and then Diamante Griffin scored again 
uh, on another touchdown, Diamante Griffin, uh, he's making an argument for the trophy shot player of the game. I tell you, it, it's hard to single out one player, uh, and I think your idea of giving it to the entire defense was right on right on point. Yeah. It, it, in my view, the defense is the best player. Right. <laughs> They've done such a, a great job. Uh, we're talking about guys, Malik Course, Jaden Collins, uh, Ajavius Brown, we called his name all night tonight. He's been all over the place. Uh, Forest Hills defense. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Coach Coach Lane has to be just really excited about what they've done. Well, again, programming can't stop the clock. I mean, you got several choices you can do. Everything from running out the back of the end zone, taking the safety, to running out the sideline and staying in bounds. There you go. And it looks like Fred Hunter will stay in bounds on the quarterback keeper. There's nothing Provine can do to stop the clock now as it's at 43 seconds and counting. And it looks like this one is all but wrapped up here for the Patriots. There might be enough time maybe for one more play. And we'll see what the Patriots do as we are down inside 30 seconds now as the clock continues to move. Great opening win for the Forest Hill Patriots to get off get this, get this 2016 season off to a great start. I tell you, revenge, if that's what they have, is sweet and comes uh, because of the defense. Exactly. Yeah. I learned, you learn two things when you're coming up in football, that uh, good defense stops good offense, mm. and you can't lose nothing to nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good if point. If they don't score, you don't lose. And it looks like Forest Hill will take a timeout here. Thirteen seconds left, and I think it's safe to say trophy shot players of the game. I think we're going to have to go with the entire Forest Hill defense. Those guys, uh, just you said in the in the last four minutes of the game, uh, four stops inside the five. They've been put in a tough position. The last seven eight minutes of this quarter, they played it from their own red zone. And they stood up to every test and everything program could throw at them time and time again. Next week it'll be Forest Hill going to Newfield to take on the Murrah Mustangs, another team that we're going to be covering here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the Murrah Mustangs. But a great open win this weekend, uh, this week for the Forest Hill Patriots, you can't say enough. And, you know, as as we go towards the end of this ball game here, Coach Payton definitely want to talk a little bit about uh, Black College Hall of Fame um, with regards to some of the guys that are uh, 2016 players that have uh, uh, gone in. And, of course, you, you played against some of those guys. And, I mean, uh, it's got to be uh, gratifying to see the 2016 class, it's your turn. It should be coming up. You know, the, the, thing, the thing that I look at and the thing that makes me most proud is that I did play with these guys, and I can say that they deserve to be in the Black College Hall of Fame. Definitely. Uh, my hope is that I will live long enough to where they get rid of all the good guys and they have to put me <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Definitely that. As as uh, Forest Hill, they took a safety there to close out the scoring tonight. A uh, good, smart play that time to go ahead and just take the safety and 
and you'll see the kids, they're really excited. They'll they'll do a little mud bathing down there. Oh, yeah. They are really enjoying this. The only person who's not enjoying this is the equipment. Exactly. <laughs> and I tell you what, the sidelines are a mosh pit right now for the Forest Hill Patriots. Uh, uh, it's great to see uh, high school football and kids really enjoying their victory on the uh, opening night of 2016 season. That's what it's all about. I mean, it can't get any purer in football than high school football on a Friday night. You got kids playing for the pride of their school and the pride of their community. And, yeah. you know, they're learning the game, but you get 100% effort from 100% of the people who are playing. Definitely that. You remember your, you remember uh, a mosh pit like that when you were in high school? No, sir, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. As we're getting ready to. Close this one out, of course. Forest Hill taking the safety, makes the score 13 to 4. Two seconds left here as the Patriots will get ready to squib this one off. Provine, what is it from week one to week two that you think that the Rams might be able to do? Well, you, you just have to figure week two, they're not going to have these kind of conditions to play under. And if they do, then they'll be able to make the adjustments. Mm-hmm. I don't think Provine is a bad football team. I think they fell victim to an outstanding defense and the conditions that they played under. Definitely that. And that'll that'll do it tonight as Forest Hill gets the victory 13-4 over Provine. A huge win for the Forest Hill Patriots. And I, I tell you what, you, you, you may mention of it from week one to week two, uh, just some of the things that, that a team can make leaps and bounds in terms of improvement from week one to week two. I, I tell you, I'm pretty sure all the coaches will go back to the drawing board, uh, look at the film, find out what happened, what they did good, make the adjustments on what they didn't do so well, and with the athletes they got, if they don't make the similar number of mistakes, the outcome will be different. Definitely. Definitely. That was worth Provine plays Lanier yeah. next week. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, you'd like to think that Lanier is as good as Provine, mm-hmm. but I don't think that you're going to get the same type of defensive effort from a Lanier team sure. as you got for steel tonight. Definitely. And, again, we want to say the – Trophy shot players of the game. We have to give it to that Forest Hill defense. Uh, stepped up big all night. Uh, kept Provine offensively off the scoreboard. Uh, Forest Hill only giving up two safeties tonight. Well, I tell you, again, you can't lose nothing to nothing, and you got to score to win. If you don't score, you can't win. So, again, it, my hat's off uh, to what Forest Hill was able to do tonight in these type of conditions. They came to play. They came with a purpose. They played well, and they achieved their purpose. And of course, that of course is another storyline here to this ball game. Uh, in addition to the Forest Hill defense, the playing conditions, the ball was squirting around all night. But uh, it can only get better from uh, week one to week two. Well, I counted uh, seven fumbles that Provine endured caused by the conditions. Mm-hmm. Of course, they recovered four of them, mm-hmm. but they lost three of them. And the disruption of the timing of those plays yeah. helped Forest Hill's defense to do what they're able to do, hold them out of the end zone. Yeah. Well, that'll do it here from South Jackson Stadium as Forest Hill will get the victory 13-4 to over Provine. 
Of course, we invite you to come back and listen to us again September 16th, as it will be the Callaway Chargers versus the Terry Bulldogs. We continue with courage, uh, coverage this upcoming season here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network as we will have the Murrah Mustangs versus the Warren Central Vikings. That game is on October 14th. We also will be carrying the Murrah Mustangs versus the Callaway Chargers October 27th. We invite you to tune in next week as we will be covering the Rose Hill Christian Eagles as we start coverage uh, in, in our Houston area as well as with our Waller County football teams. I'm Charles Bishop here with the coach. Eddie Payton here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics, serving the community through faith and athletics. Good night, and we look forward to seeing you again next Friday. You've done this.